4: Well, at least on this night, the sequel was the equal, the Rams, ramming it down the throat of the Minnesota Vikings uh, defense. Wow, that was impressive. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quotes. all you have to do. So Thursday night, a early season. This is how it was built, right? The early season litmus test for the Vikings and the LA Rams, and uh, wow, that was awesome. We need more games like that. We've had two games back to back on Thursday football that have been mildly enjoyable. The first half last week with Cleveland. And the Jets sucked, but this, the Baker Mayfield show in the second half was pretty good. And this was entertaining. This was good. I liked this. Just think if the Rams, I should say when the Rams get to the Super Bowl, and they play the Chiefs, if that's the matchup, th- that game will be like this game was. it be like 53-50 to 50 in the Super Bowl in Atlanta if you can get the Rams and Chiefs into that game. But through week four, at least for the Rams portion of week four, Wow! 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 And uh, now we often here have perfect days at work, as you know. You listen to the show all the time. And per- perfection. Uh, Jared Goff had a perfect performance. He was literally by the quarterback rating, the mythology, uh, the metrics of the quarterback rating. Jared Goff pitched a perfect game against the Minnesota Vikings uh, and had the the biggest passing day as far as yardage is concerned. And Thursday night. So so let's talk about this. We'll break it down. Now, the question. We'll frame it this way. Does this game where the Rams, they won by a touchdown and, and would have covered the spread had it not been for an idiot kicker who missed a chip shot field goal. I'd release his ass right now. I would fire him is what I would do. But anyway, uh, he's a backup replacement kicker. And instead you get a push instead of a win if you bet on the Rams. That's a bad job by the by the kicker. But anyway. Uh, the question is did this particular game say more about the Rams or more about the Vikings? Now the better stories in the Viking locker room, but this game says much more about the Rams than it does about the Vikings and I, and I'll tell you why now my thoughts on this you've got the, the Mona Lisa, Waterloo and Spaghetti and we'll tie all this together now number one uh, Jared Goff while not in the same stratosphere as far as marketing is concerned and hype. The hype train has not gone through the Rams' locker room. I have a feeling that's about to change. But up until this point, the first three weeks of the NFL regular season, it has been all about Patrick Mahomes. It's been his coming out party in Kansas City, as he has been lighting the world on fire, a historic beginning, and Fitz Magic and all of his antics and shenanigans and people wearing beards to games, men and women. In Tampa, see, you had that, but Jared Goff is coming and hanging out in the back, doing his thing, and wow. That was amazing. It was like he had a human firewall protecting him, the Rams offensive line for much of that game. uh, Tremendous job. The Viking defense, uh, helpless and all that. But it was awesome to watch, man. Listen. Clearly, uh, most people love the Rams. I know they're the national team, they're America's team, but uh, so many fans all over the place. The Rams, but that is a testament. What Jared Goff has done is a endorsement of the ability to coach and also the intestinal fortitude to improve. And I'm glad some people pointed out that, and I had sent some tweets out in the past. People were reminding me of this, that after the first—I'd forgotten about this. After the first six games of Jared Goff's career, back in the dark ages, when there was the nuclear winter, when Jeff Fisher was the coach, his first six games in the NFL, he had identical numbers to the first six games of the notorious Jamarcus Russell. Jared Goff was Jamarcus Russell bad. Now, there was a point of demarcation. Right? I'm not kidding. but if You can go look it up. It's a, it's a stunning thing. You should look it up on a night like this, uh, how bad Jared Goff was. So Je- Jeff Fisher exits stage left, and eventually Sean McVay comes in, and all of a sudden the, the Rams offense, led by Jared Goff, the same Ram offense, although they've got a couple better players around him, uh, is unrelenting. The greatest single transformation that I have Seen in this generation of NFL players, I you'd be hard pressed. Like Kurt Warner is the gold standard for that. Kurt Warner is the gold standard, but Kurt Warner never had played to be terrible. He was nobody. It's like you didn't think he'd be anybody because he was nobody. He came from a small school and then he lit the world on fire. But this is a guy that played was a number one pick and sucked. And typically, there's a whole list, a shopping list of number one picks that they come in, they're garbage, and then. They don't get much better. Maybe they get a little better, but they don't get that much better. And Jared Goff's gotten a ton better. It's been been stunning here to watch this. To be as lousy as Jared Goff was at the beginning of his career and now to have witnessed on a a weekly basis putting defensive backs in body bags as the Rams offense matriculates the ball up and down the field with a bunch of skyrockets and... It's kaboom, bang, roar—the Ram offense as they go up and down the field. It's—it's it's, uh, crazy. This this particular game against the Vikings, that was his showpiece. That was the Mona Lisa for Jared Goff, with 465 yards in five majestic, beautiful touchdown passes. It's kind of like when I play Madden. You know, it's the same thing. You know, five, I typically have a five touchdown, 500 yard day. That's usually what happens. The Rams offense uh, unstoppable. They had, uh, 550 plus yards of offense in this game. It was but it was all the, the the game plan of McVay and then the execution of Jerry Goff. Now the second thing, here, Mike Zimmer. Woo! Man, now remember Mike Zimmer had complained about Thursday night football and he was m- doing the whole moaning and complaining and whining and bitching and belly aching and all that stuff. Which is very unbecoming of Mike Zimmer, right? The Vikings have known since the schedule came out that they were going to play on a Thursday night. Are they somehow, have they been delegated because they were the runner-up in the NFC, they don't, they don't get to travel? This is now 11 straight uh, times a team has come through two time zones on a Thursday night and lost. Uh, but rather than embrace the challenge, it was shame and embarrassment for the Vikings, right? Minnesota's offense, and they were good. All right. The, the Vikings, though, what did they have under this run with Mike Zimmer? What has been the secret to the success for Viking football when they've won a bunch of games over the recent years? It's been defense, right? They pride themselves. I mean, this great defensive team, and they were a second rate unit, right? Total second rate unit. The purple people eaters of the past, it looked like they had a bunch of a big fat Barney the dinosaurs out there trying to run around and tackle. Uh, Ram players. Here's Mike Zimmer uh, pointing out the uh, obvious Komodo dragon in the room when it comes to the defense.
0: You know, we've never been probably anywhere I've ever been. I've never been this poor uh, in pass coverage. So uh, we're gonna have to look at everything we're doing and get back to doing things correctly.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like that's an understatement. That, that's downplaying how terrificly bad the Viking defense uh, was in this game. Ooh. Yeah, there's not a lot of that going on. I saw a lot of purple. I saw a lot of purple in the crowd at the Coliseum. There were a lot of Viking fans, but they were pretty quiet because I don't know if those people live in, in California or the, they traveled from Minnesota and whatnot, but that was oof. That's, uh, you, you, know, you get on a plane, you fly to a game, they pull for your squad, and they go out and they just do nothing defensively. And look at some of these numbers. Connor uh, or, or Cooper Cup, not Connor, Cooper Cup, He did like a poor man's Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, uh, with with that. Here we have uh, 120-something yards, a couple of touchdowns, and blowing by defenders. Brandon Cooks showing why Bill Belichick is the smartest man in the room there. The Patriots clearly do not need Brandon Cooks at all. Come on. It's an embarrassment of riches at the receiver position in Foxborough. And Robert Woods. Garbage from the Buffalo Bills. Right, they didn't want him a couple years ago. He's been very reliable with the Rams. Way too much firepower uh, for the Vikings. So listen up, listen. I like Zimmer. I'm a fan. Zimmer's been very kind to gamblers like myself. The Vikings have been straight cash homie since Zimmer took over. They've been the top team against the spread in the NFL up until this year, uh, and they've been very well, very well coached, especially defensively. But this was a massacre. And just to belay a point even further. Now it gets interesting because now we're looking at a Waterloo moment for Minnesota. They are at a fork in the road. There's a couple directions the Vikings can go. I'm talking about their defense. They can say, it's not fair. We're terrible. Woe is me. That's one way the Vikings can go. And then it's the snowball, raining balls of poop on the Vikings if they do that, right? That's that's one avenue on the fork in the road. Now the other way is to... Suck it up, right? Bounce back, recover a little respect, recalibrate, fine tune, and and get it together. Because it's like okay, it's week four. Uh, let's hear from Zimmer again here now, Coach Zimmer. I'm sure you're thinking your team is going to give up that this is hopeless, that the the season might as well end. You should just forfeit the rest of your games. Is that accurate?
0: I still have faith in this football team. and oh. can come back and and. Uh... Get to where we need to, but you know we've yeah. only got two losses, so I'm not yeah. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about how we played.
4: We only played four games. We lost to Buffalo. That should be like five losses. So really, in my mind, the the, the the Vikings have like six losses now, right? Five against Buffalo and one against the Rams. So I have the Vikings right now at uh, well they they tied, so they're one six and one. That's oh. the Vikings' record. Well, they tied the Packers one six and one. It really is Murphy's Law, right? It is Murphy. I mean, finally, the Vikings, after having the clown show at quarterback and rotating in retreads and scrubs, and some of those guys play decent, but they go out and they get Kirk Cousins. They spent the money, and now the one thing that was the backbone of Viking football starts leaking oil, the defense, right? I mean, that is the definition of unforeseen doom. (laughs) And now the Vikings, they play the Eagles uh, in Philly, and that's a that's a winnable game for the Vikings, but not the way their defense is playing. They still have games down the line out of division against the Saints. They have to play the Patriots. By that time, the Patriots will have Edelman back. Maybe Josh Gordon will actually be playing. And, and so, wow. But the way that the, the Vikings are playing right now, they could lose to the Cardinals. They have to play them coming up in a little bit. They have the Jets. They could lose to them. Uh, If you lose to Buffalo, anyone can beat you. There's probably some Big Ten teams right now that would line up and beat the Vikings the way they're playing defense. Now, the last thing here, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff, side by side, the greatest dynamic duo in the NFL going today. Oh, what about Kansas City? What about this? What about that? Jared Goff and Todd Gurley together, the kind of combo it's it's spaghetti and meatballs it's that good when these guys are together right spaghetti's fine meatballs are okay but when you combine spaghetti and meatballs it's wonderful it's great now that being said the Rams uh they did get emasculated they were overpowered themselves defensively and uh, Grandpa Wade he's got some uh, explaining to do the Rams were chasing after a bunch of purple shirts themselves uh for much of the first half of that game and they struggled on third down they, they had issues but the, the final point here, you really can ram it all day and ram it all night. That's the lesson. All right, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia.
5: Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard from Ben Maller, the Rams fan. Not a Ram fan. fan I am neutral. Boy,
4: no, 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 not a fanboy. Fan no, I'm not a fanboy. boy. Now, I am neutral. Now sit back and listen no, no. to the know. voice
5: of reason, <laughs> Stop, Eddie Garcia. The Rams are the best team in the NFL. Uh, Jared Goff is fantastic. Uh, thoroughly impressed with the LA Rams, and uh, I've seen the Chiefs in person. Uh, seen them against my Steelers. They're good. They're not as good as the Los Angeles Rams. Well, that is know, the best team in the I NFL. Kind
4: of you to say that.
5: To a it's, second, it's my unbiased opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, got to tell yeah, you, I'm an. Objec- Goff looks
4: amazing. Yeah, well, I'm an objective observer, as you know. And, That's a lie. I will say it when it's bad. I will. Uh, I, that, that, that's what makes me special. Uh, I, I have the ability to rip the teams that I care there, about. There are some things that yeah. make you special. That's yeah. not what. Well, I, ripped, like, like my, you know, I'm a Patriot fan as well. I ripped yeah. the Patriots after their game against the Lions. I tore into them. Uh, the Dodgers have been playing like, uh, you know, used. I can't say. Yeah, don't no, uh, don't go there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they, they, you know, they, they stink, you stink. But uh, the this Ram team is uh, – can we just – why don't we just end the season right now? Well, think of player safety. It, Roger, I call for Roger Goodell to end the season right now. Let's just have a lot of bye weeks until the Super Bowl. We won't even play the playoffs. Rams and Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Dolphins, by, by the you're way, eliminated. Why? Uh, I looked on the schedule and I saw that yeah. the Rams – Play
5: the Chiefs in Week 11, and Ooh. I'm like, "Where are they playing this game at?" It's it says the Rams are the home team. I'm like, "My uh-huh, God, yeah. I'm gonna go to that game." Is it in Mexico? or something? It's in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Damn it! Let's go to Mexico, Eddie. Come on, we'll hang out. No, I'm good. We know that guy at the hotel. <laughs> we can stay at his hotel in Mexico. I don't think, I don't think, up.
5: The, I don't think it's the same place. No,
4: no. Uh, no I don't think so. No. Yeah, so Mexico is kind of a big country. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 a little yeah. bit. Nah, we're going to Roadie. Come on, we'll go. We'll drive. It's great. Where's that? Mexico City. Yeah. I that's only like seventeen hours away. That's fine. No problem. I'm good. They got planes? No. You
2: boys like Mexico. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So <laughs> random. <laughs> I Iowa Sam's in here yeah. We got Iowa buddy. I love yeah. Iowa
5: Sam. I love this guy. He's in here. Yeah, he's running things for uh for Roberto, who uh apparently he had the Chuck E. Cheese pizza and uh yeah. it, t- it took care of him. <laughs> yeah, that's-, yeah,
4: that's it. He's- Oh, he was tweeting out photos of the Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese so. pizza and Chuck E. Cheese. Well, my, our friend Roberto's out clubbing with his three-year-old daughter, yeah, and it's well, her birthday. I think she's so, four yeah. now. oh four, no. that's right. So I had to go out clubbing, you know, to celebrate the kid's birthday. So. There they uh, are. They where are they at over on the Sunset Strip? Is that where they are
5: and uh, the uh, hanging out? Yeah. She's probably taking a nap right now. What no, she no, yeah. no,
4: no. Well, that, according to him, he stays up late. So what he says. But uh, yeah, I got Iowa Sam who sent me some Pez porn the other day. Send me a little pez porn. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. What, what, what,
5: what was that? Uh, all well, about?
4: I don't know if it was porn, but I was, consider it pez porn because it's in, it's it's contraband now. It's illegal. It right? would it would be considered something that could uh, get you in trouble with yeah, law you enforcement could get, or, you or could TSA. You could get killed with that. Somebody would, someone would shoot you with that.
3: Yeah, that's a weapon. It was a very, very realistic looking Pez gun.
5: Old school Pez gun. Whoa. It was brown and black. Watch out to yeah. packing that in your, no, uh, your yeah. bag going on the plane. Or anything.
4: No orange tip on it. No, no, no. There's no child, no warning. No, you point this at somebody, boom, boom, you're dead. That's it.
3: Yep, yep. And it, yeah. uh, a collector's item, though, now.
4: So yeah. keep it locked away and you're very, safe. It's fine art, is what it is. Very fine art. Yeah. It's uh, Picasso, Rembrandt, uh, that kind of thing. It's uh, tremendous. All right, uh, and Coopaloops over there—he's—he's uh, he's not saying anything, you know. Koop, if the Ram—no, if the Rams had lost, Coop would be very vocal. Coop uh, would be very talkative. But I know—I know what he's all about. I know what he's all about. So if the Rams won, and I'm on top of the NFL. Coop uh, uh, is very quiet. He's licking his wounds there. Koop.
6: I don't—I don't—I don't, I have nothing against the Rams. I yeah. just—yeah—against
4: <laughs> me, I understand.
6: I just picked the Vikings to to beat the spread, and they didn't. So.
4: Oh, you bet on it? Oh yeah, yes. Well, I, I had I got. Well, you didn't lose, did you? You got your money back as a push. No, my I my spread locked at six and a half. Oh, okay. It was seven all week, though. Uh-oh. Not all week. Uh, I, when I looked, it was seven all week. But I, I, the uh, that idiot kicker for the Rams. I yeah, that when that is uh, when is uh, fire his ass. Bring somebody else in. When's the Super Toe coming back? Uh, st- I think he's out for a little while longer. Oof. So. Well, yeah. You better hope he's back for the playoffs. I oh, don't need that, him in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, You're fired. Little, win, just that have that guy sucks. That you got right now. Oh, he's terrible. God. All right. We'll press on. We'll take your calls. If you would like to be part, and really, it's it's more of a celebration. Uh 99 on Fox. Uh, is the Parrot ready to go for next hour? We're doing Benny versus the Penny oh, and yeah. the Parrot. Sam, Rock? you've joined a special night here yeah. with Ben Mallory, Iowa show. Sam, I'm picking NFL games against a Parrot. Roscoe the parrot. It wasn't bad enough that, he, wait. that a coin was beating up on Ben, but now a bird will be beating Ben. No, this is going to be animal abuse. Pete is no. going to be upset with us because I'm going to destroy that parrot no, is what I'm going to do. No, parrot's going to kick I'm gonna your kiss. ass. No, no, I am gonna, I'm going to spank the parrots behind is what I'm going to do. I'm going to slap it in the beak. That's what I'm doing to that parrot. All right, straight ahead. Uh, it is, by football parlance, coaching-wise, criminal activity. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
5: On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben, your host, on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: Zach in Kansas City says, I love it, Ben, when you punch your mic on air. Yeah, I'm glad you're noticing that, Zach, because they changed the microphones in the studio. Now, the, the mic standard is different. This thing right here, when you hear that, that's the mic standard. And it, it's, it gets loose and then shifts around, so I have to grab it and then push the mic closer. And I think it makes for great radio. Personally, I love it. I think it adds a little flavor to the show. Absolutely. Manic Mike says a parrot will probably just repeat everything Ben says, reinforcing his ego. Oh, well, if the parrot's smart, the parrot will reinforce uh, my picks. Wrong. Tremendous football knowledge. Tremendous football knowledge, clearly. Uh, yeah, say what you want. That's the that's reality. Uh, Joe in San Antonio says, I'm afraid to call. Uh, ask Coop. He's very upset. At uh, at Koopaloo. Well, Joe, you got a golden ticket. I gave you the golden ticket, Joe. Don't worry. You got it. Was one of the great game show wins of all time. People are still talking about. It. I'm getting email from people, podcast listeners who are. For, I don't know why anyone would listen to the podcast from like days earlier, but people would go back and listen to the podcast, and they were complimenting me on my win. The end. The very last thing there. The other day, it was another walk off game show win. It's all we do. Walk off game show wins. Wrong. Right. 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 Well, right. No! the Rams. Victorious, if you watched the game, you saw the single greatest quarterback performance in the history of pro football. Jared Goff, the system co- quarterback, right? Si- Mr. System quarterback, a robot for the evil genius, Sean McVay, and he went out and set a record. That was the, we're told, the most passing yards by a quarterback that finished with a perfect quarterback rating. And, but wait, there's more if you want a uh, be, be overwhelmed with statistics because there's nothing better than stats on the radio it was the most pass attempts in pro football history for a quarterback that finished with a perfect passer rating So put that in your pipe and smoke let's go to Matt on the Cape who's up next year on Fox Sports Radio hello Matt
7: Greetings, Ben Mallard from Soggy South Jersey. Actually, oh, you're in
4: Jersey today. Oh, Okay,
7: I am. I am starting my cross-country trek to culminate at the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio. Oh, you're
4: walking too. You're like the no, I'm not. Oh, you're like the <laughs> you're not. like the Amusal King. Are you coming to to hang out with us? <laughs> uh, I am not walking, but I'm actually
7: wondering if I'm going to see him on my way.
4: Yeah. Also, oh, you're you're moving someone to California. Is that right?
7: I'm actually going to Miami, so if Weedman needs a oh. ride,
4: oh yeah, no 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 no, uh, no, no, then, no, 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 leave Weedman in Miami. Do not take Weedman with you. Do not. Uh, and I have to.
7: I have to swing through Vegas on the way. Unfortunately, so yeah, um, you leave him, you him in
4: Vegas, but he'll hotbox your car, and then you won't. You'll be you know you'll, you'll secondhand smoke. It's over. It's true. Yeah,
7: it, it's going to be a very interesting trip. So. When I stop in Vegas, uh, you know, feel free to uh, shoot me an email. If,
4: you know. oh, give you a couple winners. Yes, yeah, make you us some money. Got to make you money. I'm, well, now you don't even need I, that. I, I, well, you live, listen, there's, there's in New Jersey right now. You can go put a bet down. There's books in New Jersey. You can bet there. Sports Boy legal in Jersey. Yeah, nobody bets in Jersey. What are you talking about? I, I not le- legally. No, you can legally, but he changed the su- uh, Supreme Court changed the rules. There's ga- there's sports wagering in Jersey now. Where? No, I understand that, but no, you can't. Le- no, you can't. I'm
7: not making. Hey, yes, the Rams. What? are unbelievable?
4: That's right, continue. Go ahead. So
7: that's, and, and notice Ben. You picked my Giants, and since they're undefeated, since
4: you picked, them. <laughs> they played one game.
7: What so. undefeated? Yeah.
4: Will uh, I, Will I pick them in this game? Though
7: that's the question. I doubt it. That's uh, two in a row. That's not happening. Yeah. So it is. I am. It, it, uh, is, I will, it
4: is both rare and unusual for me to pick the Giants. It is. That is correct. Yeah.
7: When I get to Los Angeles, I will be bearing gifts.
4: Well, you're more than welcome. Let us know, and we'll. You can park your truck right in front of the studios. I'm sure the police won't mind that at all. And uh, yeah, come in. We'll hang out.
7: Yeah. We're looking. We're looking towards the 11th or 12th. All
4: right. Let me see. Garcia, will you be here around the? You're leaving the country, right, Eddie? You're going out. When are you going out of the country? October 16th. Oh, so you'll be here when when Matt stops by. You'll be able to. I meet will. Matt. I will yes. But you'll blow off the amusal King. So. Well, I'm not blowing him hey, off. You I'm are leaving the country. Well, just change your trip. You know, I don't it. think that's possible. Oh please! You probably got insurance on it anyway. All right, be safe, Matt. Get out. All I got to right, go, man. man. All right. There's uh, Matt from the Cape, but he's in Jersey, and he's heading to California. So. It's exciting. What kind of gifts is he going to give us? What do you What do you think? We'll find oh. out. It's a surprise. It's exciting. Uh, we will press on here, and we'll take more of your calls at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. In football coaching circles, it's criminal activity, but it's really the tale. The reason I love this story, we'll get to it in a minute here, is because it's another example of foot and mouth disease, which I love so much when people do this. We'll get to that. I do it all the time. But right now from the Geico Studios, Eddie Garcia giving you the inside skinny. Eddie. Well, Ben, we start with week four of the NFL getting in their way on Thursday night in Los
5: Angeles. With the Rams beating the Vikings 38-31, Jared Goff, a great game for L.A., 465 yards passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions. He hit four different receivers with scores, and L.A. improves to 4-0 with that win. Minnesota got a good performance out of Kirk Cousins. He passed for 422 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, but not enough as Minnesota falls to 1-2-1 on the season. College football, we had a ranked team in action. 16th ranked Miami, no trouble beating North Carolina. 47-10 to 10 Hurricanes forcing six turnovers, returning three of them for defensive touchdowns. Baseball involving uh, the playoff races. The Cubs shut out the Pirates 3-0. Chicago now with a full game lead on idle Milwaukee for the NL Central lead. And the Rockies beat the Phillies 5-3 Colorado now with a one game lead on idle L.A the top spot in the NLS. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, we have golf action going on right now. The Ryder Cup is underway over in Paris as the top golfers from the U.S. face the top golfers from Europe. Uh, right now, it is Justin Rose and John Rahm for the European team. They are one up through one hole against Tony Finau and Brooks Kepka of the U.S. Also just getting underway, their way, Rory McIlroy and Fjordorne Olison.
4: I don't know who that is. I don't either.
5: Are facing Dustin who? Johnson and Ricky Fowler. This is the uh, morning four-ball competition, which I know wow. that you are wow. very,
4: very interested in. Only two balls needed. You don't need four. That's okay. Isn't that one? What, what was the? Uh... Watch it now. Okay. Thank you. No no room for golf humor? We're coming in from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. So I, I, I get a kick. Now, we're talking a lot about the Thursday night game. we got a parrot coming in here next hour. You might want to wake the family up. We're going to have a parrot in here. And I, I've never done this before. I'd be picking games against a parrot. I'd pick games against a dog. We had Otto the Drinking Dog back in the day. I loved it. Otto would have a couple of beers, and we'd hang out. We'd pick games. It was wonderful. And I had a good time. Otto passed away a couple years ago. We missed Otto. Uh, picked games against a coin, but we're doing the parrot. Assuming the parrot doesn't blow us off, Roscoe the parrot, uh, will be in here for the full hour next hour. Man, coin, parrot. No one else has that. Nobody. No one, no man, woman, or child in sports radio. Think of all the legends that have done sports talk radio, and I don't believe anyone's ever done that combo dish. parrot, coin, human being. Boom, boom, boom. So we have that to look forward to. But uh, this foot-and-mouth thing, so th- this is wonderful. We, we go back to Hugh Jackson. So the Browns coach, Hugh Jackson, uh, this is just wonderful. So this goes back to last Thursday. And remember Baker Mayfield and the the Philly special that the Cleveland Browns won, a version of the play that the Eagles ran against the, the Patriots. And so after the game, Hugh Jackson swears up and down, hand to God, essentially, hand to God that the Cleveland Browns did not take that play from the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. It just was every time he got asked, no, 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 no. That's, that's an example. I'm paraphrasing Hugh Jackson's voice there. right? Like, no, we don't. No, we don't do that. That's not how we roll here. So he preached about that. Fine. And so we move on, and the Eagles, or not the Eagles, the Browns offensive coordinator, Todd Haley. Todd Haley is interviewed, and he's asked about that particular play. And Haley said, when asked whether or not it was taken from the Eagles in the Super Bowl, Todd Haley said, absolutely. I have no shame. (laughs) Keep Hugh Jackson said, last week he said, we did not steal that from them. And, And then he went further. He said, please, I know everybody wants to think that, we have had that in our back pocket for a while, Hugh Jackson said as his nose grew.
8: Right.
4: Go check my tricks from before, and go check Todd Haley's tricks from before. We all have them. It is just when you pull them out and use them, it is what it is. Todd Haley, when asked, point blank, did you steal it? Yep, absolutely, I have no shame. ha <laughs> ha! Uh, I love it I think it's uh, that's just great this is the second time that's happened remember uh, the beginning of the year when Hugh Jackson said that Josh Gordon then in the good graces of the Browns was not going to be in the opening day starting lineup and he ran out and was in the starting lineup and then he, and Hugh had to spin it and it was, oh, it was a misunderstanding it wasn't a misunderstanding Todd Haley wanted him to play Todd Haley played him uh, let's go to the winner of the game show uh, earlier this week. Well, very controversial. Uh, Joe in San Antonio cashing ticket. his golden ticket. No, there's Joe, a different. Golden you got ticket. a golden ticket. I'm gonna drop him. You got a oh, golden ticket. Joe gets a golden ticket. Hello, Joe. Oh,
7: Ben, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm hurt.
8: Wow,
6: Simon, he, he screwed you, Simon, in Tennessee. Oh, you called first, Go you ahead. had the you, golden you ticket. You
4: screwed Joe. Joe gets no, a golden, I'm, golden ticket. That's different than a golden ticket. Golden, golden. Double gold.
6: Oh, man, this is, this is, this
4: is disgusting. I'm confused. You, you, it's what
6: disgusting. You,
4: this, this is proof, Joe. It's this disgusting. Is, this is proof that Coop hates you. This is proof that Coop is so upset. I hate so being You were cheated. You were, you you were cheated. The- Joe, did you say the word at the end, Joe? Yes, I did. That's Uh right. There you go. Hang up on him. The man said it. No, you don't hang up on him. What are you doing here? (sighs) That is a rogue act that you are. I'm going to HR. You cannot do that. I will not stand for lies on the airwaves. You're a a weasel. You just deprived that good hardworking man, that honest American that drives a truck all over Texas, and you, a man that he gets little entertainment from our show, and you deprived him. He's a liar and a cheat. You are a weasel. You are a. Accept your loss. You lost at the end. Good no, jo- good I job, did not. Group. Good job. You did. You can't take it. The listeners have spoken. Sixty no, Over 65% haven't. I won And you That's didn't win You did not No one thinks you won the game Wrong. You could not There's no way you would have won the game Wrong. Nobody won the game because it was tied I And the show the ended I won the game at the buzzer You did <gasps> not win the buzzer. game You cannot give the answer for, your, for your partner .3 seconds He shoots Swish, swish Winner Light the lamp. Walk off home Sad. run. Winning. Sad. Game winning touchdown. Run up the tunnel. That's what I did. All those things. I'm sorry, Simon. He disgraced the golden ticket. You are such a – I know you. You don't know anything. You don't worry about – you think we worry about Simon. He sullied the, the, sullied the sanctity the, uh, no, of no. the golden Joe ticket. Joe had a golden, golden ticket. See, that's the difference. Golden, golden. Joe, had two a, golds, two layers of gold. Dunt's ticket. That's what he had. Yeah. Now I'm gonna give you. You know what, Joe? I'm giving you another golden ticket. I've got a golden that's right. I'll just never write his name on the board. Oh, wow. you're, screwing, you're, wow. you're screwing Joe. Wow! Look at that. That's the Bennett right there. That's the that's Loop admitting right now that he is a spy. Good job. I'm a deep state you, operative. You're, a, you're Judas is what you are. You are Judas. That is what you are. Not Jonas. You are Judas is what you are. Benedict Arnold. That's your new name. Benedict. You're no longer the Koopa Loop. Wow. A malicious insider, Justin wow. Cooper. Turncoat. It's a treasonous act, Koopa what you've done. Treasonous. We will go to the highest court in the land. I stand for justice. No, you sit the entire show. You don't stand for anything. That's true. All right. I will press on. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Time now for the Who Am I game. Now, Jared Goff, I mentioned this. Jared Goff set the NFL record for the most passing yards in a game where you finished with a perfect passer rating. He broke my record. Again, Jared Goff setting a new NFL record for the the most passing yards in a game a quarterback finished with a perfect passing rating, breaking my record. Who am I? That's the question, the answer next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a
5: while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: All right, we'll get to the NFL pick' in a couple minutes. Here's the Who am I game? I have been living. Well, not that's not it. that's that's coming up next hour. Here it is. Jared Goff set an NFL record for the most passing yards tonight in the Thursday night game. I know it's it's early on Friday for most, but Jared Goff setting an NFL record for the most passing yards when finishing with a perfect passer rating, he broke my record. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer. Robin Minnesota's going with Cleo Lemon is his answer. Larry Zonka from Miguel on Fire. Quincy Carter from Van. That's his answer. Uh, who else do we have here? Page down, page down. Uh, Matt, several other people going with Kurt Warner. Just Josh says Patrick Mahomes. Nick Foles from Hobbyland. Uh, that's uh, Hobbyland's guess. Uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. Uh, a lot of Kurt Warners. Case Keenum guessed by The Real Martin. Arik got it right. Clearly cheating. Obviously, Jan Stenerud from Zach in Kansas City, Ivinson from the Quickie Mart in Orlando is going with the turnover chain as his answer. Uh who else? Page down, page down. Jerry Maguire from the Cowboy Killer. From the Cowboy Killer. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yes. All right. And the answer is Vince Ferragamo. Oh, Ram legend. Uh no, that is incorrect. Uh, eh. All right. The correct answer, here's From the files of Hard to Believe, Ken O'Brien, back in 1986, he's a Jets legend for the wrong reasons. Ken O'Brien, in a random game against the Seattle Seahawks, I think the game was at the Old Kingdom, had 431 yards, four touchdowns, a perfect passer rating. Jared Goff against the Vikings, 465 yards and five touchdowns, plus a perfect passer rating. And we... Need to pick some NFL players, is what we need to do right now because it's time for the NFL Pick 'em. The Nash Football League will each pick. It's a lot of players here, Sam. You can pick your favorite Pez if you want. I wouldn't have a problem with that if you want to pick your favorite Pez because you are, of course, in for Roberto tonight. We're glad to have you. Who's going first? Kupalu. We have to pick a quarterback, running back, tight end, two receivers. For the action on Sunday and Monday night.
6: Ben, I was the winner of the NFL Pick'em last week, so I will be oh, going first. Yeah, I'm sure you were. And with my first pick, yeah. I will select friend of the show, Michael Thomas. Wow. Wow, that is a terrible first pick. Oh, yeah, no, that it's is terrible. He's only been pick. just setting records that is and a scoring week. tons Go of ahead, points. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. Watch me win again. Sam, hurry up. Who am I picking here? Pick <laughs> no, what position? Pick, pick whatever, whatever position whatever you we want.
4: It doesn't matter. No one's going to, you're not going to win. Right. Oh, uh, well, you know. Just, I'm, pay, I'm picking a guy who's going to rack up the fantasy just give points. Give us a name. Give us a name. CJ All right. Oh, uh, boy. Eddie. Woo! Eddie. That's good pick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Good pick. Uh, no, I'm talking about Sam. Oh. Uh, I will take Alvin Kamara. I'll take him and Rob Gronkowski. Rob yeah, Gronk. Gron- great pick. It's a wonderful pick. It's bounce back game, Eddie. Uh, let's go with uh, Travis Kelsey. All right, Sam. I'm going to take CJ's uh, cohort there, uh, George Kittle. Solid pick. Uh, good job, wow. uh, Coop. Go ahead. The back to back, I'll go with uh, Will
6: Fuller the fifth. All right, uh, and one more. Oh, and then also hurry up.
4: Uh, let's go with Tom Brady. Oh, it's Gronk's bad, but Brady's great. Uh, Sam, <laughs> I'll take Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott. Okay, Eddie. Oh, he actually made it. We'll uh, let's go with uh, AJ Green. AJ Green. I'm going to take. Uh, I'll take Julio Jones and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Back to you, Eddie. We got to go through one more time. Uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. You got him, uh, Sam. I believe I need two wide receivers. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: I'll take Devonte Adams and uh, Jordy Nelson. You don't you don't get get go
4: ahead. Where are all Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. All right. I think he's already been picked. Sam. What do I get now? Just one at a time. It doesn't oh, matter. Eddie, this is a mess. Eddie. Uh, Jordy Nelson. Let's go with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. All right. Answer. Has Antonio Brown been picked? Yes. yes. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, Jarvis Landry. He hasn't been picked, right?
5: No, he has not.
4: And I got one more? Is that right? I don't know. This uh, is a disaster. It's a, it's a hot mess. Uh, I'll go with Matt Ryan of the Falcons. Eddie. I, I think I've Did I've got all
5: my guys. Yeah, I've got a quarterback. i got a running back. I got two, two receivers. receivers. Yep.
4: Well, this is I the worst pick we've ever done.
5: I blame I You can blame, I blame it. it on I, blame me. Iowa I, mean, I know I've got
4: five yeah. players. Philip Lindsay. He picked. What's that? <laughs> Just yell out names. <laughs> Be
3: sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays
4: at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We get to play the speculation game on the radio. No need to speculate on what happened Thursday night. We know that was carnage. For the Viking defense, as you can ram it all day and you can ram it all night. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote let's not waste any time let's get to it right now here we go welcome players you're welcome are you up for more mallard mayhem
3: it's time now the
4: penny versus the penny and the parrot yes and the parrot Ah. yes uh making radio history here very excited so so excited Can you feel the hype? Can you feel the excitement? People wandering around the hallways trying to get a look in the studio to see. Where's the parrot? I need to see the parrot. I don't know. It's Benny versus the Penny. And as you know, we have scheduled Roscoe the Parrot from Florida as our special guest this hour picking NFL games. So excited to have Roscoe here. Kubaloop, where is Roscoe the Parrot?
6: Pulling a uh, pulling a Jed, that's that's where Roscoe is. I
4: don't know. No, no 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 no. The guy said his parrot was going to pick the games. He's in the Vegas gambling contest. And his are you saying he's a swindler? Is that what you're telling me? His phone is off. I am getting straight to voicemail. So we have we have Roscoe the parrot's number, and Roscoe is bow the show and not answering. That is correct. Following in line with let's go down the list here of people that have done this to me. Blind Scott. Remember when he was supposed to get in the octagon, he didn't show up? Jed who fled? Was it was it can't close the deal, Neil? Didn't he uh, didn't he disappear on us? Huh. Sounds like something he'd do. Wow.
6: I would uh I would call him live on the air, but the guy says his last name in the voicemail. Oh really? Yeah, so I don't know if
4: we'll keep calling wise. Roscoe the parrot. Now, what will Roscoe's excuse be? Well, Roscoe's, we've had, I'm in the Did hospital, I, uh, I something happened, I broke up with my wife, and we hear all these excuses. Didn't he call your Boston show? Yes! Yes! And so, I mean, he knows that it was today, right? He Today's thought, like, the day. Oh, should we be do a wellness check on Roscoe the parrot? I mean, it seems like it. All right. Well, let us know for sure that Roscoe just blew us off, and then we'll just roast Roscoe the parrot. We'll all have parrot legs we we'll eat parrot beak. It's a staple of the micro. You, you see, this is why you should never trust people. You know, you, they burn you. Or parrots, for that matter. Those e- I've never liked those parrots. Those evil parrots. Well, it is week four in the end of I Apologize. It's, not a, it's out of our doing. We had Roscoe's number. We called Roscoe up. Roscoe blew us off. Roscoe's owner. We hope uh, everything's all right there. So... We'll pick the game anyway. We'll we'll check in later this hour. Maybe Roscoe overslept or something like that. He took a nap. But it's week four of the NFL. For now, no Roscoe the Parrot, just the classic Benny versus the Penny. We already gave you one game. That was a Thursday night game. It was a push for the Rams and Vikings, and it was a push because the Rams kicker shanked it. Bad job by him. There will be no Carolina Panther action. This weekend, the Panthers on the bye week. No Washington Redskin action. Those are the two teams as the NFL starts the bye week process or process. So no Redskins and no Carolina Panthers. Now before we look ahead to the games on Sunday, we must look back to a spectacular week three in the NFL. You know, picking these games, a crapshoot, right? It's a matter of handicapping mixed with some good fortune. So how did we do Koopa Loop last week? Benny versus the Penny, week three in the NFL. The scoreboard says reveal answers. Well, Ben, it's not often that you hear this,
6: but you defeated the penny last week. Woohoo! Woo-hoo! That's right. That is correct. You were ten and six. Ten and six. That's a that's a good record. Ten and six is solid record. And the penny was seven and nine. So what's the overall record? The overall record. The overall record. I would like you to talk slowly, clearly, please. I'm going to start with the penny since you (laughs) never
4: (laughs) let me get to that. I don't
6: really care about the penny. I want to know how I did. The penny is 29, 18, and 1. So the penny has uh, like a 61% winning percentage. Okay. Yep. And you. Yeah
4: are also 29, 18, and 1. So we're even. So I have won 61.7% of my picks. Now, do you know to beat the bookie, to win money as a sports gambler, you've got to win about, I think it's like 53 or 54% of your bets because of the VIG, right? Something like that. I'm at 61%. 61. Where's the applause? 61.7%. That's a stunning success. And it's going to get even better this week. I like the card this week. We'll start out with the early games on Sunday from Foxboro. The Dolphins, 3-0, and going in to play the Patriots at 1-2. What the hell's going on in Foxborough, man? These guys in there are making life uh, interesting on the, the moonlighting gig in Boston. Well, the Patriots opened up a 7.5-point favorite, and that line has stayed about the same. Currently, the Patriots are a touchdown favorite in the AFC East showdown early Sunday afternoon. I am going to take the Dolphins here. There's a there's no real edge as far as the money's concerned. Slightly more money on Miami, but the Dolphins are the pick, and I'll tell you why. Tom Brady, do I think he's going to rebound? Yes. Will he play better than he did against Detroit? Smart money says that happens. And he will be the beneficiary of Josh Gordon, who's expected to make his Patriots debut. It is essential, though, for the Patriots that their downtrodden defense – bounce back. New England has allowed the most rushes for 5 or more yards and the most runs of 10 or more yards in the entire NFL. They cannot stop the run. And and the Dolphins, they mix it up. They don't have some of the stars they had last year. They got rid of some of those guys, but Miami has been able to run past people with their speed. That's a lethal combination. And the Patriots, they've won the, they've run the fewest plays inside their opponent's 10-yard line. So far this season. So the offense has been stuck. The defense hasn't stopped the run. And while Ryan Tannehill is certainly living a charmed life for Miami right now, the, the bigger story is the Patriots and how bad they've been. Again, I think they'll play better. But the Dolphins, addition by subtraction, the main reason to like Miami here, there's a couple of things I like. The speed, right? The The Patriots' defense has looked slow. Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant should be able to to run around like Sonic the Hedgehog and the Speed Demon and run around the Patriot linebackers which have been horrific uh, so far this year and, and enough to cause Bill Belichick heartburn. That being said, any time you get a touchdown or more in a divisional game, you take the points, the Patriots are going to win the game, but the Dolphins are going to cover the spread. Patriots 27, Dolphins 26. The fish Cover Patriots get the win and the penny picks. Penny agrees with you picking the Dolphins. All right, next up, oh here's a game to avoid: the Houston Texans, the worst team in football. Now that the Browns have won a game, the Browns pass the baton to the Texans. They 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 get the dunce cap. 0 three against Indianapolis at one and two. The Colts open to one and a half point favorite. They are. Currently favored by one and a half. So that actually tells you that Vegas believes that Houston's a better team. Remember, the home team gets three points. Usually favored standard line home team by three. So that means that Houston thinks, or or Vegas thinks that Houston is is better than the Colts. But I am going to take Indianapolis in this game. Most of the public is on the Texans, continuing to believe the false hype of the offseason. Now, I'm not picking the Colts because of Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck has been miserable the first three weeks of the year. In fact, historically, he has the the lowest yards per completion of any quarterback since 2001. He's dead last in that category for the first three weeks of any NFL season since 2001. So why am I picking the Colts? This is a good spot for a recovery. Why is that? The Texans are a mess. They have headache-inducing problems at cornerback and Andrew Luck. Should be able to get the ball out to the receivers, and even with his noodle arm here. And, and Luck has been wonderful in his career coming in off a loss. In fact, 770 winning percentage in his career when the Colts have lost the game the next week coming back against the spread. And Indy does have the better defense. It's close, but they have the better defense. And secondly, the main reason to like the, the Colts is betting against Deshaun Watson. He has been not only a quarterback, he's been an atrocity early in games. The Texans have been backsliding at the start of games all season. In the first half of these these three games, Deshaun Watson in the first half has a passer rating of 67.2 with one touchdown in three games and two interceptions. That's humiliating. The Texans' average drive – begins when they're trailing by nine points, the worst in the NFL. They're a poorly coached team, lack of execution. You don't bet on teams with poor execution and poor coaching to win road games. It's a close one. Colts, 23. Texans, 21. Adam Vinatieri, the game-winning field goal. Penny picks. More agreement, Ben. Going with the Colts. I just want to point out, if you're expecting to hear from Roscoe the Parrot, Roscoe blew us off. There's no Roscoe. Uh, The guy, twice this week, the guy called to promote Roscoe the Parrot. We hope he's okay. Next up, Cincinnati. The Bengals at 2-1, and and Atlanta comes in at 1-2. The Falcons opened up a a 5.5-point favorite at home. Atlanta currently favored by 5. The pick... And I don't love this one. It's not one of my favorite picks, but I am going to take the Atlanta Falcons in this game. The public's all over the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Falcons, lay the five points. Uh, It was a reality check last week for Andy Dalton. It was a uh, regression to the the mean. Dalton had a bunch of passing yards, but four interceptions. I don't trust him. I know the Falcons have some issues themselves. Guys have gotten hurt defensively. But turnovers are lethal, especially – in a road environment. And over the last three seasons, if you look at this, here's a fun fact. Now, they, the Falcons are playing their third straight road game. The last three seasons, if you look at teams, their third consecutive home game, they have a 31-16-2 record against the spread in that third game. So that's historic. Last season, teams in the spot were 12-5. and uh, So you like generally being at home three weeks in a row. Cincinnati also banged up A.J. Green. Joe Mixon dinged up this week. And I still don't trust Steve Sarkeesian, number two, his play calling. But Atlanta has been the real deal of late with Matt Ryan. He didn't do much the first game against the Eagles, but the Falcons have scored a touchdown on 43% of their drives the last two weeks, fourth most in the NFL. And this is a decent spot to keep the train going down the tracks here. As uh, opposing teams have punted very rarely against the Bengals. In fact, the lowest in the NFL. The Bengals' defense has been the worst at forcing teams to punt. Falcons, thirty-one. Bengals, twenty-three. The penny must be shook, Ben. It's that's uh, yeah, just it's nothing but, but agree your with. picks. All right. Great cash, homie. It is Benny versus the penny. We'll pick every game. No parrot. Benny versus the penny minus the parrot. The parrot blew us off. So we didn't pay the parrot enough money. It's a bad job by the parrot. We'll pause for the cause. We'll pause for the cause, and we'll get to the rest of the NFL card because that is how we roll. How we roll. That's how we do it. All right. Uh, So we'll test your knowledge. You know the drill if you've been listening over the years, and we'll ask you a bunch of questions here, and you have to figure out uh, the answer. You have to figure out who the answer is. Uh, Now, Blank has the most targets – Without a red zone target this season, of all the receivers in the NFL, Blank has been targeted the most times. Without any of those targets coming in the red zone, that's the question. The answer next.
5: Ben Maller Show. We specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire—all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. And you can follow your host Ben Maller on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, except for this hour. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Yeah, no parrot. Parrot blew us off. Well, your instincts were right on that one, Ben. You needed to call and confirm that there was actually a parrot. Yep.
4: I think you may have been... Parrot catfish. The guy was hoodwinked by a fake parrot. It's Very possible. Yeah, yeah. We, we that, that's the consensus in the building is that there was no parrot, and the, the joke's on us. We're, we're the idiots. Because because I would think, and I, I've asked uh, that guy. He's called up. I've asked him a couple times. Can the parrot speak? Can the parrot say a word? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. That, that should have uh, yeah. got our attention. I think it did get your attention. It did. Yeah. My radar. Yep. My instincts told me there's no parrot. Yeah. Because it, you have parrot pride. And as an owner of a parrot, you'd have parrot pride. you want to hear the parrot speak. You'd want the parrot's voice to be I, heard. I believe you're accurate on that. Yeah. So I, I think we need to find now someone that actually has a parrot and then bring the parrot yeah. into the show. The call has gone out. Yeah. We are looking for a parrot. There must be some man, woman, a or talking child. parrot, please. Yeah, well, ah. it, yes, someone's going to call, I have a parrot, but it <laughs> doesn't know how to talk. It's just going to- That kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's play off the question here. Now, Blank has the most targets without a red zone target so far this season heading into play in week number four. Fill in the blank. Uh, who do we have? Chris is going with Julio Jones. Rooster says it's got to be Jed Clampett, Ben. That's what he said. Uh, who else do we have? Page down, page down. Mr. Nice Guy says Sean McVay, who is living life very well as coach of the Rams, enjoying the perks of Los Angeles. Percy Harvin from Casey in Minnesota, Brandon Cooks from Sean in Oceanside, Mike from the LBC says, Larry Fitzgerald, and he says that, uh, let's see here, page down, page down, uh, John Snow from Harry Pothead, Eddie, do you have an answer? Yes, it's easy Ed McCaffrey. The great easy Ed, is it easy Ed? Uh, no. I like how Iowa Sam looked at me just in case it was Ed McCaffrey. Uh, no, it's Keelan Cole of Jacksonville. Keelan Cole Who? of the Jags. Who? 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 <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. It's Benny versus the Penny, Week Four in the NFL. All the games against the number. Man versus coin. No birds. Although some have said this bit is for the birds. Buffalo one and two at Green Bay one one and one. The Packers opened up a ten and a half point home favorite. Green Bay favored by 10 now. And reluctantly, I will again take the Buffalo Bills. Whew. Talk about playing with fire. I won last week. There were and a half point dogs at Minnesota. Now, why do I like Buffalo this week? Aaron Rodgers is not himself. He doesn't pass the eyeball test. And the way the Packers have played should not be a double-digit favorite against anyone. I know Buffalo sucks, but... Green Bay's not that good right now. Rodgers' passer rating has cascaded down each of the three games. It's been worse in all three. He started out very well in the second half against Chicago. The Packers were lifeless. I expect them to play better this week, clearly. I'm not sold on Buffalo. I'm not. I mean, Josh Allen defied the odds, and especially in that first half. He had 168 yards against Minnesota last week, was uh, the beneficiary of some Minnesota Viking mistakes. Green Bay, their last six games, going back to the end of last year, is 1-5 against the spread. This is an example of where the Packers will win, but they will not cover the number. So Green Bay 24, Bills 16, Buffalo gets the cover. The Penny Picks.
6: I'm going to have to start making this up pretty soon. Okay. It's... uh, it's so, An agreement again. So it's just—it's
4: just pretty much me picking games, and then and then the pennies just agreeing with me is what you're saying. Okay, so far, yes, I'm I, flipping the coin. That's how know. it's landing. I can hear it. Uh, Detroit. Crazy. It is crazy. Detroit one and two at the Cowboys one and two. It's on Fox. You better watch. Now is this the main game? Because Joe Buck and Troy Aikman—they're done for the weekend. They did the game on Thursday. And unless Fox has the doubleheader, they don't do the game on Sunday. That's what I understand. So Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis, the voice of Madden football, on the call. Cowboys opened a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They're currently favored by three. Uh, this is a dog game. I'm going to take the Lions here. Uh, you know, Detroit, it was like their Super Bowl last week to beat the Patriots, and usually you bet against the team coming off their Super Bowl win. But you'd like to think that there's some confidence that carries over for the Lions here after beating Tom Brady. This is a more than winnable game. Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. The Lions have better playmakers than the Cowboys. There's such a dichotomy here because only one Dallas whiteout has caught more than four passes in a game. So it's very similar to what the Patriots have, where they have bad play at the whiteout position. And the Lions have a bunch of guys who are really good. Defenses, neither one's that great. I don't trust Dak Prescott, number two. He has been 3-D. Dink, Dak, uh, dink, dunk, Dak. There we go. Uh, listen, if you look at the number, I can give you all kinds of numbers here, and you're, you're doing something else, you're not paying attention. There have been 398 passes thrown of the deep variety, 20-plus yards this season. Dak Prescott has five of them. 138 deep passes have been completed. Dak Prescott's completed one deep pass. So that means when you're the Lions, you line up, you dare Dak Prescott to throw it deep. It makes your job a lot easier. Good luck to Zeke Elliott. Lions 23, Cowboys 20. I even told Eddie the pick before you oh, made yours. On, it's
6: the it's the Lions. Come on, man. It's the Lions. All right,
4: next up, the New York Jets, one and two at Jacksonville, two and one. It's on Fox. You better watch. Do you know who's doing this game? Dan Helly. Or Healy. I don't know how to say it. I think Helly. Uh Dan Helly and Jeff Fisher. The man that almost ruined Jared Goff and Todd Gurley's lives. No, God, please, no. Yeah, Jeff Fisher's got the call on Fox. Jets, Jags. Jacksonville opened up a nine-point favorite. They are favorite seven and a half now. Most of the public love loves Jacksonville, and I understand why you would love Jacksonville. That defense against a rookie quarterback, that's red meat for the Jags defense. But I'm going the other way. I'm going to be the contrarian. I am taking the Jets. Now, A Blake Bortles continues to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He looked like a Picasso against the Patriots. However, in the other two games against the Titans and the Giants, he smelled like rotting chicken. A uh, Blake Bortles passer rating in those other two games 69.9. And the Jets, they got a pretty good defense. The Jets are 10th in points allowed. They got a defense that can make some plays there. So I like the Jets' defense in this matchup to keep it close. Sam Darnold, I don't expect much for him. The Jets will try to hide him, uh, and they'll run the ball as much as they can. Short passing game. Just kind of hang around, hope that Bortles makes some mistakes here. And also Jacksonville's got a, a peak ahead situation. Now this is a sandwich, sandwich game. Or a peek ahead game because Jacksonville's got a showdown at Arrowhead Stadium next week against Kansas City. It's a much bigger game than this one. Jacksonville's going to win the game, but I like the Jets and the points. Jacksonville sixteen, the Jets ten, and the penny picks. What was your spread out again, Ben? Uh, I have the Jets cover. I have it sixteen to ten. So, I have- what's the what's the point spread? Uh the point spread is seven and a half. Okay. Penny yeah. penny goes with the away team. Well who's the away team?
6: The Jets. It's the Jets. I
4: and mean, what are you doing? Are you you continuing your act of sabotage? Is that what you're doing here? You're trying to pay me. You're trying to get back at me for
6: the whole thing with Joe, the winner of the game show. Well, look at it this way: now you can't lose to the
4: Penny. I mean, so far. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll we'll press on. We will get to the rest of Benny versus the Penny. It's week four in the NFL. Without the Parrot, we got burned by the Parrot. Man, I have been left at the altar by so many of these callers and animals. I mean, what is going on? I, it must be me. People promise. They make these big declarations about how they're going to do this and that. And they don't show up. They're flakes. What's up with that? All right. We'll press on here. It is uh, Benny versus the Penny. Right now, though, here's another question. you got to answer this quick. you got to answer this quick. Uh, here it is. I have been living the life of Riley I have been pressured just 21% of my dropbacks this season, the lowest rate in the NFL. Right? Lowest rate in the NFL, uh, who am I, if you will. We'll pay that off in a moment. Right now, though... Eddie Garcia. There we go from the Geico Studios with the latest.
5: Eddie. Well, week four in the NFL got underway in Los Angeles with a good one on Thursday Night Football as the Rams outscore the Vikings 38-31. L.A. now 4-0 on the season, led by quarterback Jared Goff, who passed for 465 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions in the win. Minnesota quarterback Kirk Cousins had a good game in defeat, 422 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, but Minnesota drops to 1-2-1 with a tough luck loss. We had some college football going on as well. 16th-ranked Miami had no trouble beating North Carolina in an ACC game, 47-10 Hurricanes with a win as a forced six turnovers and scored three defensive touchdowns. A couple of baseball games in note involving the playoff races. Cubs shut out the Pirates, 3-0 Chicago moves one game up on Idle-Milwaukee for the lead in the NL Central, and the Rockies complete a sweep of the Phillies with a 5-3 win, Colorado moves one game up up on Idol LA with a top spot in the NLS. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And updating the live action going on right now in Paris at the Ryder Cup. The morning four-ball competition is going on right now. Uh, right now, the European side of Justin Rose and John Rahm have uh, a one-up lead on Tony Finau and Brooks Kepka, That is through four holes. Rory McIlroy and Thiorborn Olsen of Europe and Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler of the U.S. are all square after four holes. You've got Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, one up on Paul Casey and Terrell Hatton. Uh, that is through three holes, so the U.S. leading on that one. And uh, also we've got Tiger Woods and Patrick Reed taking on Francesco Molinari and Tommy Fleetwood, and they are all square through two holes.
4: Let me ask you a question, Eddie. Yeah. Am I a bad person that I don't talk about the Ryder Cup? Does that make me a bad person? Like right now, we don't even have it on a TV in the studio. We I'm have watching a, it in my we studio We have a here. flex tape infomercial that we're watching on yeah. one of the TVs, which looks like a good product. It's 1999 uh, plus, you, you know. But wait, there's more plus shipping and, and processing fees. It's it's new. It's clear. It looks good. Well, I will say Thinking about buying it because I'm watching. You and it. I are not what?
5: you. You and I are not hardcore golf guys. No. We're um, not. I like the idea of the Ryder Cup. I like it that it's Europe versus the United States and it's like a team thing. But frankly, I don't understand the scoring. And so that kind of turns me off as just a very casual golf fan. So
4: I've never been into the Ryder Cup, it's never interested me. I'm a bad American. Golf guys love it. It seems I know they really do. They it's really, like a big yeah. deal, and I like—I do like when America wins because it upsets Europe. Because that's gol- Europe is golf's game, you know, or, or, or golf is Europe's game. Well, I yeah. Say it like that. That's what I meant to say. Over it. in Scotland. Yes. So they're really offended. It's like if you know, we baseball, we lose baseball to uh, the Dominican Republic or something. We're very offended about that because that's our game. Yeah. You know? It is interesting. I, I don't know if this—you uh, can play the racist drop on me here.
5: Uh, okay. I was go ahead. That. But uh, they're playing this in Paris. Yeah. I can't think of any great French golfer ever. It just seems kind of odd that they're playing it in Paris, where I get—I don't know—is golf popular there? Obviously, they have a very nice golf course they're playing on, but I—I I can't recall any great French golfer ever. Yeah, I can't. So
4: if now if <laughs> if the European guys are if the European guys are winning late, do they then just walk away? Is that it? Do they, oh, look at you! All right, hold on. Thank you. Hold on. Play that. Thank you very much. Lame jokes coming up next hour. By the way. Eddie. For the for we're gonna do two segments of jokes next time because I wow. I missed a bunch of jokes last week and people were very upset. They're saying why am I writing these jokes? you are not even using. They were very upset. All right, let's get back to it here before we get to the penny. We got to pay off the question. I love this uh, message from Eliana. I believe that's her name. Uh, she's the weather the weather goddess. She works in the weather world, and she says if it's one thing your show has taught me, a, she says she's a millennial in the target demo, is to trust no one. The callers and even your own co-workers have taught me this important life lesson. Thanks, Ben. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Uh, Clearly, you get the show. You understand what's going on here. You hear my heart has been broken. We had Roscoe the Parrot lined up. There is no Roscoe the Parrot. We don't even think Roscoe the Parrot exists. I have been living the life of Riley, having been pressured on just 21% of my dropbacks this season. Lowest rate in the league. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Uh, bonus, who am I? Jeffrey Dahmer. Interesting guest by James. Uh, who else? We have Burt Jones from Biker Mark. Uh, we have uh, Matthew Stafford from Arik. Pat Mahomes from Polly D. Kramer, tossed out by Manic Mike. Connor Fitzpatrick from Robbie the Mariner fan. Mr. Whipple, Mr. Nice Guy's guest. Donald Driver from Mike and the LBC. Clearly not cheating. Zach in Kansas City is going with patty cakes. Judge Reed says Kevin Nash. What say you, Eddie? Dieter Brock. Dieter Brock. Is it Dieter Brock? <laughs> Sam, he's like 70. <laughs> it's okay. It's you know, it's uh, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, a Dolphin. All right, back to it we go. Tampa Bay at Chicago. It's on Fox. Tom Brennan and Chris Spielman have the call. Bears open a two-point favorite. They're favored by three now in this game. The public loves the Bears. I'm going the other way. I'm going to take the Bucks in this game. It is the last opportunity for Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is scheduled to start this game on a short week, to keep Jameis Winston on the bench. Now the Bucs go into the bye. Tampa goes into the bye after this game. So do the Bears. Both teams go on a nice tropical vacation uh, for week number five. The Buccaneers, though, the key here, stop the run. And that's what the Bucks have done well which really plays perfectly for Tampa to win this game because Chicago has gotten nothing out of Mitchell Trubisky. He's going to have to carry the load here. The Bucks will slow down Jordan Howard. And 11% of the drives against the Bears have reached the red zone. Uh, and, and so they've done a good job. In fact, that's lowest in the NFL. But Fitz Magic, who I ripped apart for his first half, he's going to make mistakes. He's going to throw inter- interceptions. He'll throw touchdowns as well. Trubisky's not throwing touchdowns. Tampa Bay, 26. The Bears, 20. And the Penny picks. We did it, Ben.
6: Woo! We have a disagreement. Penny going with the Bears.
4: All right. Woo-hoo! Next up, Philadelphia. Not the best team in the NFC anymore. No, no, no. Two and one at Tennessee, two and one. It's on Fox. You better watch my former colleague, part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, right next to Tom Looney, Chris Myers with Daryl Moose Johnston on the call. The Eagles opened up a three-point road favorite. They are favored by four. No, 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 no. I'm not choking on a cheesesteak. I'm taking the Titans. The public loves the Eagles in this game. I don't. Marcus Mariota is expected to play. How good he is, it doesn't really matter. He's going to be a game manager. The Titans are going to win this game with their defense and their special teams. Take advantage of the hidden yardage. Special teams, penalties by the Eagles. Tennessee had a suffocating defense last week in Jacksonville. They're going to play close to that. They're not going to be that good, but they've got to be close to it. Philadelphia is still banged up at the skill positions. Carson Wentz was far from smooth, number two in that game. Is he an upgrade over Nick Foles? Yes. Uh, Wentz was gun shy, though he didn't throw to the receivers who are banged up. Uh, he he mostly tossed to the tight end and the running back. In fact, Zach Ertz was the favored son sixty percent of the time last week. Tennessee seven and one their last eight home games make that eight and one. Eagles go down. Titans twenty. Eagles eighteen. Another disagreement. Penny going with the Eagles. All right. Good. Next up. Like home dogs. The dogs be barking. Next up, Seattle 1-2 and 2 at Arizona 0 and 3 It's on Fox. That's the only reason to watch. Dick Stockton, he's called the second most NFL games. as a play-by-play guy behind Al Michaels. And Mark Schleyrith have the call. It's like Stockton's going to do all the Cardinal games this year. I think that's his... That's his uh, second or third out of four games that Dick Stockton's called to the Cardinals. Seahawks opened a three-point favorite on the road. They're favored by three as well. Reluctantly, I'm going to take the home dog here. I'm going to take the Cardinals. They're terrible. They're a joke. Arizona averaging just 20 yards from scrimmage per drive. Worst in the NFL. That's why Josh Rosen is... Now playing quarterback. I'm betting on beginner's luck here. Seattle's defense isn't great anymore. I'm banking on Rosen having some beginner's luck. Russell Wilson on the road. Last four games has been very shaky, very ordinary. Six interceptions his past four road games. A Very pedestrian quarterback rating of 89.1. I like the cards in this game. Divisional game, getting a few points. Cardinals, 17. Seahawks, 14. Kenny agrees with you on this one, going with the Cardinals. All right, next up. this is it. We got a good one. Cle- well, maybe. Cleveland at Oakland. The Browns 1-1 won, won, and 1. Oakland 0-3. It's on Fox. Friend of the show, Kenny Albert. That's right. The great Kenny Albert. He's a friend of the show. I've got a photo with him. And Rondé Barber. Have the call. The Raiders open a two-point favorite. They're favored by three. You'll hear no Raider propaganda because Roberto's away. We have Iowa Sam here. The Raiders... The public pick, in fact, uh, 78% on the Raiders. I'm taking the Browns. I'm riding the Baker Mayfield hype train. Baker Mayfield, the 30th starting quarterback since 1999. The previous 29 in their first start, 226-1. and But that's the past, not the present. Mayfield's good. Those guys sucked. And how hostile is the black hole at this point? Come on. Let's be real here. I know it's all legendary. Guys dress up. It's Halloween and all that. The Raiders have problems. They suck. Their defense is an environmental pollutant. The silver and black are 29th in yards per target allowed to opposing receivers. So expect Jarvis Landry to have a big day here. Derek Carr also mistake prone. The Browns have 11 takeaways. Lead the NFL in that category. We can go on and on here. I realize I'm defying the laws and the football gods and all that. Picking the Browns. i The Browns have this ridiculously long losing streak. 22 straight road games. They've lost by an average of almost uh, 13 points a game. Doesn't matter. Browns 19. Raiders 16. Penny agrees with you going with the Browns. It is Benny versus the Penny. Man versus coin as we pick NFL action. We'll pause for the cause as they say. Time now for the Insta Trivia. And here we go. And we'll get back to it. we got four games left. I think we can do this, Coop. I think we can do it. i got four games left. I think we can do it. Here's the instant trivia. Mike Thomas of the Saints. Michael Thomas has caught 10-plus passes in all three games for New Orleans heading into New Jersey this weekend. That's right. We'll preview that game coming up. Uh, The only player blank is the only player in NFL history with 10-plus catches in four straight games. Again, Mike Thomas. Michael Thomas of the Saints, 10-plus catches in three straight games. The blank is the only player in NFL history with 10-plus catches in four straight games. That is the instant trivia, the answer, and more of Benny versus the Penny next.
5: The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us free. Five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: Let's get back to it. Here we go. The question, the instant trivia. Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas of the Saints, has caught 10-plus passes in three straight games, heading into Jersey on Sunday. Blank is the only player in NFL history with 10-plus catches In four straight games. Jason is going with Marvin Harrison as his answer. Just Josh says Jerry Rice, Isaac Bruce from Dupree, Yatil Green from the mediocre Kabuki. Uh, Who else do we have? Page down, Page down, Uh, Mike Evans from Jason. That's his guess. Let's see here. Fred X, Freddie Mitchell from Iverson, the Quickie Mart, Ken Dilger. Lamont's guess. Good picture. Throwback. Akib Tlaib's ankle from Anthony. Uh, very funny, Anthony. Yeah, they really missed to Tlaib, the, the Rams against the Vikings. All right, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I do. Okay. It's Marcus Colston. Marcus Colston. Is that correct? That's wrong. No. Uh in Tommy got it right because he's tapped in. It is Calvin Megatron Johnson, a Detroit Lion fame back in 2012. Megatron. Got her done. Let's get back to it. It's Benny versus the penny, man versus coin. We'll talk about those Saints. Amazing how that works out. New Orleans 2-1 at the Giants, 1-2. It's not on Fox. You don't want to watch Tony Romo call this game, do you? The Saints, 3.5-point favor. They open favored by three. The game pretty much split. It's not all New Orleans money. I like the Saints in this game. i am pick New Orleans. Another chance for the Giants offense, though, to get going. The Saints defense allowing an emasculating 11 yards per pass attempt this season. Uh, so, listen, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I like the Saints offense better. I think most people agree on that with Alvin Kamara and Mike Thomas. So I will take the Saints, 33, Giants, 26. Penny agrees, going with the Saints. All right, next up, Santa Clara at the Chargers. We won't spend a lot of time on this game for obvious reasons. Chargers a 10.5-point favorite. They opened up a 9.5-point favorite. Most of the money all on L.A. Uh, Love the L.A. Chargers here. I have to pick the 49ers. Uh, They suck. C.J. Beathard's terrible. He's overmatched. The defense, no good. The Chargers should win this game by 30. If it looks too easy, it likely is... I will take the Niners to be the beneficiary of Philip Rivers' mistakes, keeping the game close. Chargers also banged up injury injury wise. Chargers 24, 49ers 16. Penny
6: also picking the Niners.
4: Next up Sunday night football Steelers and Ravens. Uh, Baltimore 2-1, Steelers 1-1 and 1, Steelers 3-point one, one one. Uh, favorites. Open by three. Uh, Money's pretty much even. I'm going to take the Ravens in this game. Steelers have been so bad on defense. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. They have the most penalties in the NFL. That's a lethal combo in a divisional game. Steelers will win this, but the Ravens will cover the spread, even with the flawed Joe Flacco. Steelers 28, Ravens 27. Penny picking the Steelers. Monday night football from the Mile High City, Kansas City 3-0 at Denver Kansas City favored by five. Everyone betting on the Chiefs. They love the Chiefs. Broncos suck. No, they don't. No, they don't. Denver's defense has been vanilla, but this has been a historically a great play. Broncos at home. Kansas City comes back to earth in this game. They'll win, but they're not going to cover that five points. Chiefs 30, Broncos 27. Hurry up. Hey, Can you also beat the Broncos? All right. There you go. We, we agreed. We got it in, though. No parrot. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Rams on top and a polarizing figure back in the NFL. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit... Geico.com for a free ray quote. That's all you have to do. So Thursday night, NFL action, a track meet at the Coliseum, the site of many Olympic games back in the day before people realized it was a dump and they're spending a lot of money to renovate it, but it's still a dump. Uh, the Vikings and Rams and the Rams slicing up, emasculating, destroying the Viking defense, the greatest performance as far as yards and perfect passing by Jared Goff as he just uh, essentially put the, the Minnesota Vikings onto a table, strapped them down, and whipped them. Uh, Mike Zimmer, after the game, we played some of the sound earlier, he said he is concerned. He says he's been concerned all year. This is not your typical viking defense they finally get a quarterback in minnesota and now all of a sudden the defense cannot stop anybody cannot stop anybody and zimmer is left to try to explain and he com- and he chose to complain about traveling and playing on a short week and and all that the game actually was was pretty enjoyable it was a good game the vikings scored a bunch of points but in the end the Strategy of Mike uh, of Mike Zimmer failing to stop Sean McVay, the execution of Jared Goff, and so the Rams win their four 0 best Rams start since twenty o one. I the Rams playing in St Louis, man, a long time ago, back in in 2001. All right, so uh, that's the Thursday night story. More on that in a minute. But desperate times call for desperate measures, and the Carolina Panthers have been ravaged. They're second. We don't often talk about safeties. But we're going to talk about his safety. The Carolina secondary has been tattered. They've been broken. They've been beaten. And so, guess who's coming to town? Uh, it's not Santa Claus. Uh, no, it's not. If you've not heard, maybe you missed this. Eric Reed. Uh, safety Eric Reed. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he is headed to Tobacco Road six months after he filed a grievance alleging the NFL was conspiring to collude to prevent him from getting a job in the NFL because of the national anthem protest. He was right there alongside his Niner teammate he, at the beginning there, Colin Kaepernick, back in the day, two troublemakers, and uh, Eric Reed right there leading to this uh, last year, or actually a couple years, of angst among the NFL and the fan base and whatnot. So Eric Reid is back in the NFL, so let's talk about that. Now the question What's the takeaway? Remember, this is a guy that filed a grievance alleging collusion against the NFL. He has now signed a one-year deal to plausibly play in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers. So my viewpoint on this, you've got the backup, the right hand, and the rug. The backup, the right hand, and the rug, and we will mix all this together into a nice, delicious stew. Uh, First of all, Eric Reed. Was already going to have a near impossible mountain to climb to get to the peak to prove collusion. We've talked about this before. Kaepernick's in the same spot. Uh, and now, forget about it, right? The mule has left the barn and is wandering around. And reports say that not only did Eric Reed have an opportunity with Carolina, which he took, the 49ers had offered a Reed a contract recently, and Seattle last month. Back in August, they had an offer, and Reed turned him down. So using Maller math, a player who is in litigation against the NFL that they colluded to keep him from employment had three job offers out of the 32 teams in the NFL, three of them. Now, I am a practicing lawyer on radio. I'm not an actual lawyer, but on radio I've been practicing law for many, many years, the law firm of Maller and Maller. Uh, and I have determined you have no case. You have no case. Now, the other interesting thing here is that people don't like to talk about this because it it doesn't fit the narrative, right? The narrative is that that Reed is like Robin Hood, and this is wonderful. and he's he's uh, standing up for the little man and all that stuff. Reed was demoted to backup status, his last run with the forty ers in week two. The Niners were so down on him because of his poor play that they they made him a backup. He didn't want to be a backup. I right? didn't want to be a backup. They tried him and played a little linebacker. He he was not nearly as good as Eric Reed thinks he is with the Niners. Now, fortunately for Carolina, he's not lacking uh, confidence. Now, the second thing here: Will the Eric Reed signing work out? Again, we don't break down safeties very much. We don't talk about safety play. They're not interesting to us. You've got to do something outrageous to get us to talk about safety play in the NFL. Uh, but but the, the answer is, well, what's your definition of working out? Right? If you're a Carolina fan, I think you should be concerned about this. Carolina was so desperate that they've gone down this road. Clearly, his priorities are not playing football. And uh, it's, it's in any job. I've, I've said, you know, I work in radio. i got a lot of guys in radio. Their focus is in radio. They do other stuff. And they just happen to do radio. I think you should hire people where their main focus is to do the job you hire them for. That's not the case with Eric Reid. Uh, it's not. Uh, he's not obsessed with pigskin. Uh, he is. He's not. He doesn't live, eat, breathe, sleep, football, and all that, as the cliche goes. He's notorious for being the first disciple, the Heinrich Himmler, if you will, of Colin Kaepernick, the, the, the movement of Kaepernick with the 49ers, the right-hand man. For Kaepernick in the early days of that uh, that campaign with the 49ers. And for those that were celebrating the signing, leading the way was Colin Kaepernick. Now, what did Colin Kaepernick say about his buddy, Eric Reid? He called him, quote, a social justice warrior. He didn't call him a football player. He called him a social justice warrior. Now, if you're Carolina, shouldn't you be looking to sign, I don't know, football players? Not social justice warriors. If somebody says, you know, w- how would you describe who you are and your employment, and the person says social justice warrior, not football player, uh, truck driver, factory guy, whatever it might be. That's, to me, that's a red flag. Now, Eric Reed had said earlier this year that he is not planning to protest during the National Anthem. He said that, I think it was in March uh, of this year, but we'll see. Right? People change their minds, and we'll see if he follows through. He did say that he's not going to do that. He'll do something else. He said he'll do something else, but he's not going to do that. Uh, and this doesn't get on TV, so you got to do something that gets on TV, right? You, know, you got to do something on the field because the TV networks are not showing the protests anymore. Uh, and you know, it's it's always when you bring a player like this in, it's always possible that you could end up separating. Things in the locker room. So, well, that never happens. What well, does happen? It does happen. But David Tepper, whoever that is, like some rich uh, guy that owns the Panthers, uh, he's signed off on this and he's on board. And the good news for Ron Rivera, the coach in Carolina, is it's a one-year deal. So, if uh, Eric Reed causes some issues and doesn't play well, they can just dump him, wash their hands with him, and and move on. Uh, now, the last thing here, all right, the final word on this. Uh Reed, for many on social media, certain circles, a uh, hero, social justice warrior. They love that. People love that. But as a football player, he leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, and that's why this is a questionable signing for Carolina. If you add everything up, he doesn't check a lot of boxes. Uh, I will concede that Eric Reed does crush people with bone-rattling hits in the running game. That was his reputation when he played in Santa Clara. Uh, however, he also had a reputation of regularly losing his way in pass coverage and regularly getting burned for big plays. He was out of position and, again, good against the run. And I'm sure that won't matter, right? I'm sure, you know, the fact that he gets the rug pulled out under him when he has to defend the pass, that's not going to matter because Carolina, it's not like the Panthers division is filled with teams that are very good at passing. I mean, no one's ever said Atlanta passes well or New Orleans. I mean, Drew Brees is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. And Tampa Bay fits magic right now. He's not that good. So I'm sure Eric Reed will be fine because all those teams are going to run the ball a ton. They are going to run, 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 run. That's what they're going to do. Uh, unless they don't. Unless they don't. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to... Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia.
5: I think Sam has uncovered a different horn for us to use for me,
4: but that's fine. Yeah. I like it. Sam's got a photo of his dogs on his shoe. I'm sorry? That's true. He's wor- he, I, I asked him, you know, I like to learn about, I mean, Sam's an interesting guy. And Sam went back to see his family in Iowa. Uh, somewhat recently. And so I was asking him about it, and he was excited he saw his dog. And that's always okay. cool. You sure, know, when your I dog you that. grew up yeah. with and you get to see your dog, you love that. There's a bond. In the, I the, totally get that. The dog licks you all over the place. It's just, it's just marvelous. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, a good dog does that. A good dog licks you all don't over don't the like place. I like that. Yeah, even there. Uh, and so Sam went back there, and he he wanted to show me. He was so excited that he had this dog that he said, Well, here's the, the dog looks like it. It was his shoe. He had his shoe right there.
3: I do have my dogs printed on the shoe. Yeah, Raquel Welsh, she's 14 and a half.
4: 14 and a half.
3: And, and uh Eddie, that's the uh, you're a Kings fan, aren't you Eddie?
5: Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the Kings
3: horn. So I thought you'd be uh thought you'd be into that.
5: No, Eddie's got his own horn.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I got a horn, so.
5: I didn't recognize it as the Kings horn. Are you sure about that? It says it in there. Hmm. It says well, it. That's an old Kings horn. Yeah. Maybe an old Kings horn. When's the Kings opener, Eddie? Uh coming up uh, first
4: Friday in October here. Oh, it's a fr- Yeah, uh, the 5th. The uh, October 5th. Yeah. Uh, if I'm if I'm in town, I'll be there. You know. I'll see you you, know. Then I'll see you there. If I'll you're, if you're we'll be, in town, we'll be bonding. Yeah. It'll be so wonderful. Can't wait. Cannot wait. So you have. Hold on a second. So the dog's. I'm not dealing yeah, with the dog. I'm not either. I, so I'm the dog's to 14 and a half. Did you say
5: That's Raquel right. Welch is the name of the dog? Raquel
4: Welch, because she's a Welsh oh, corgi. Oh, sorry. So it'll play
5: on words. I should have known. You're, you're famous for your bad puns. So, you
3: I, yeah, I didn't come up with that one I but, should uh, have known. I got. I inherited the pun gene from my parents. That's, they uh, came up with that.
5: That's unfortunate. So
4: Raquel Welch. So Iowa Sam's folks came up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, and, and
5: there's a picture of his dog on his shoe.
4: That's, yes, yes. You, he can show you. There, he's holding it up. He just took his shoe off. He's holding the shoe up. He's putting it right near the glass. He's now pressing the shoe over. How so, much did
5: it cost to have those shoes custom-made, Iowa yeah. Sam, with your dog's
3: yeah. picture on them? Well, I got them as a gift from my brother-in-law last Christmas, and they it's are a wonderful gift. Customized. It is a wonderful gift, actually. That's it's the, the most- perfect gift for oh, an Iowa Sam. Yeah. It, well, it's a very personal gift. You can get custom vans. You can go on the vans website. You can upload a, a high-resolution picture, and they will print pretty much. I would guess almost anything you want oh, on your I, custom
5: vans. I
4: can think of some things mm-hmm. they won't. print. They won't print either, certain yeah. things. I'm sure. And I'm sure there's
3: some <laughs> obscenity rules. Yeah. But a uh, picture of two adorable corgis, they will print.
5: Now you clearly love your dog, and that's fantastic. I do. Uh, why not just bring the dog out here?
3: Well, it's it. She's she has a farm to roam on, and. Uh, yeah. She's much happier
4: in, uh, the dog's uh, in Iowa. Lots in of nice. dog have been years, The dogs in their seventies, right? Oh, yeah. like hundred and seventy. No, right. No, fourteen is, it, is uh, pretty up there. Pretty up. But there. isn't it?
0: I
3: no, think it's like ninety-eight. No, I don't. Isn't it seven just, times fourteen? Which would be yes, like, that is correct. Uh, so that would be that would be a very elderly dog in her nineties. Ninety-eight.
4: You're correct. But if the dog was a human, the dog would be in its seventies. What? Okay,
3: well, still, um, yeah. they're, they're, they're on AARP now, so. Okay. They're with AARP. Does the dog have all the doggy legs? She has all four legs? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just checked. And interesting most of her teeth
4: are gone, so. No, because my wife has a friend whose dog had lost a leg, so it's a three-legged dog. But they love the dog, so they kept the dog. It's got three oh, legs. that'd be a great dog. Yeah. That dog can get around just fine. Hops, but it's got three legs. If it, if I the saw dog, one time I was, yeah. I was walking in uh, when I had an apartment in Hollywood, and there was a, uh, a woman, uh, you know, an older woman, and the dog had two legs the two back legs, not the front legs. And it was very odd. Do the they like, have like wheels
5: like on the back or
4: something? uh it had like no, it was a nose i've seen that before yeah With dogs
5: who have lost the use
4: of their back legs they they put yeah. like a little wagon a little, little wheel, wheelchair wheel yeah. cart back there yeah. it was yeah. very sad it was both wonderful and sad at the same time <laughs> it was like what are you doing and then it was like,
3: ah. maybe the dog could become bipedal and walk uh upright like a like a lemur or something you know i think they can do that they can do that if you ever see them beg be interesting to see.
4: Why don't the dogs evolve and then they can just, know. they don't need the four. They can just do the two. I'm wondering yeah. these things as well. Deep thoughts. It's a great question. All right. So, the Ben Maller show on Fox. We got lame jokes later this hour. But uh, now, this, so it says here, I'm supposed to say this is a 30 second commercial, but I don't believe in that. I, I don't believe in it because when when I hear a commercial, I'm out. Right? I hear I'm out. Uh, but let me just tell you, I'll throw a lot of numbers at you. But you got to stay with me. In just fifteen minutes, you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over seventy-five years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists twenty-four-seven. The company is—that's right. Say it with me: Geico. Go to Geico.com today. And sorry for all those numbers. I'm really not sorry for the numbers. Because the numbers are there, and I'm supposed to read the numbers, and you know, I don't. That's that's what I do. So right there, Geico. All right, we'll take your calls again eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. If you'd like to be part eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine, you can join the festivities and give this man legend status. Legend status. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
5: On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard with the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow tonight's technical producer. It's Iowa Sam, and he is at IowaSam99. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Why the 99, Sam?
3: I changed it so that Iowa Sam- first 98 were taken. Well, there's actually 99 counties in the state of Iowa. Ah, They're all pretty much square. Very random.
6: Oh, what a nerd.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good number. He's got his dogs on his shoes, Coop. I mean, it's not (laughs) hiding it, all right? I mean, it's not like this is a- a secret? We, that's what we love about Iowa, Sam. He's the lovable nerd of Fox Sports Radio. He's great. I'm the quirky corn king. You are. You love Pez. You've got dogs on your shoes. Who knew that there were 99 counties in Iowa? Yeah. I, I could have lived my entire life. I would have never known that. And now I know that. You've made me a better person because I know how many counties there are in Iowa. A little trivia for
3: you, and they're all pretty much square. They're all just a grid. Most of them are
4: uninhabited. You're setting up a punchline, but I don't need to finish it, right? I don't need to finish the punchline. The punch has already been
3: delivered. Yeah. All
4: right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. And uh, Simon is on Fox Sports Radio in Tennessee. Hello, Simon. Hey, Ben. Hello, Simon.
8: I, I, I liked you. I really did. But then you had to go and maliciously backstab me. No. I put in a cheater on the air before me.
4: Not a cheater, a champion, a hero, someone that needs to be celebrated and revered from Wrong. coast to coast. Wrong. An American hero. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We should rap. I should sit here and do Miler monologues rhapsodizing about how great Joe in San Antonio is. What a, He should be Wrong. celebrated because of that win. He even called after you, Simon, so even if he did have
6: a valid golden ticket, which he didn't, he does. it would have been after yours, right, and he, Ben still well, disregarded the rules. Well, to be fair... Yeah, I know.
4: To be fair... I hold on a second. To be fair, Joe in San Antonio doesn't have a golden ticket. He's got a golden golden ticket, which trumps the golden ticket. Right? It's,
6: not, oh, yeah? Well, not I just gave ticket. Simon
4: a platinum
6: ticket, so uh, what, what uh, are you going to do now? There's no such
4: thing. You're making I'm things like <laughs> You're making things up. You know, I was listening to uh, AM570, our home in Los Angeles. Did you see they're, do- they're doing a promotion with the golden ticket? Did you see that?
6: No. Yes, yeah, really? so they have like
4: a golden ticket promotion <laughs> thing that they're doing.
6: <laughs> Jeez. It's, like,
4: it's a great sh- homage to our show, Coop, that they they prom- the uh, I'm- imaging people over there have decided to give out their own golden ticket. I'm yeah. just going to wait for the uh, the cease and desist. Yeah, I'm sure we'll <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very honorable
8: of that. Right. No, right, so- it's not that- yeah. Not only did y'all cheat, y'all stalled too for like ten minutes before, and wasted a bunch of time. But uh, before before ben, you, of I, course,
4: Nashville Danny was able to to get through. But I understand.
8: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was I was rooting for Danny. I thought he was gonna. I'm Sure you were, because you're, you're him. Yeah. But I have a wager for you, Ben.
4: This is Nashville Danny. What? <laughs> yeah, it's Nashville Danny.
8: I, I have a wager. for I can tell then, he's
4: doing he's doing a fake voice. Go ahead. But this he's guy's not, been calling. he's not denying it. <laughs> yeah, he's not denying it. So bad at he's, he's he's so bad at picking out people's voices. Or you're so good at it, Ben. I, I, can, I do have to give you credit. You're very good. See, the at problem it. is the more that Simon talks, you can tell it's it's. Uh, no, I I'm not. It is you're right. You are right. I heard it. I can, I,
5: I can yeah, hear it now. Right. You're 100% correct.
6: Oh, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs>
4: look at Coop over there. See, oh. look at that, Joe. You see that, Joe? That's the weasel right over there. Judas, uh, I call you Judas, uh, Eddie. I might have to take that away and give that to Coopaloop now because that is a, that is a treasonous act. That was, although, that was not Nashville, it was, Danny. It, it was. It wasn't even. It was even, not. You, you got to you guys you guys got, you know you listen to the cadence. Ridiculous. You guys got. You know people have the same accents based on where they're living. It's not, not even. Where it's it's not. It's not the accent, Coop. It's the cadence. It's like when I, Pete in Pittsburgh used to pull my Pete got me in a lot of trouble doing fake voices back in the old days on the show. You know, fifteen years ago, yeah, I did all kinds of fake voices, and but it's the way he says it. It's the right, Eddie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: That you find this. Channel. That guy's been calling. Simon from Tennessee has been calling for weeks. What why would he do fake phone calls? Why
4: would without- anybody do a fake phone call? Stupid. People do it all the time. People are idiots. You find this, man. You'll learn that,
5: Coop, as you age. Now, you uh, Coop on this what? on this thing, Coop. I don't doubt Ben. He he's
4: very good at detecting yeah, these. That's things. right. Thank you. He's he's not as good as he thinks he is. No, you're just terrible at this. You are so bad at picking voices out. You, right. you have been
5: fooled before, Coop. You have to admit that.
4: Yeah, remember? Uh, the, oh, the guy from um, what was his name from Buffalo? The guy they called. Remember, he did the fake voice, and uh, Coop was, "Oh, that's not him." No, no, and he made he made the same thing. He made the same joke. He was a uh, because he, he was the guy from Buffalo was doing like a uh, or Niagara Falls. He was doing like the uh, cliche black guy voice, you know. And Coop's, "Oh, oh, you think oh, they wow. also? <laughs> that's what he was doing. He admitted to it." And you were like, no, Ben, you're 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 racist. He admitted to it on Twitter. He admitted to it. It was him. He said it wasn't him. It was him. Koopa Loop, you are so gullible. You are so, so gullible. That's right. Blind Scott. Now, here's an authentic caller. My PR guy from Boston. Hey, I've been pumping the parrot all
9: day on Twitter. I'm the best for the show. Everybody else on the show mute. Everybody else on the show muted me or blocked me. Roast Beef Eddy muted me. Justin muted me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Hey, Iowa, Sam, I've been trying to get at you for years. I've been tweeting Sam Farber, though, and he don't even work at the company anymore. My family <laughs> started the Bank of Iowa. If you ever make a joke about me, a bank account canceled. But, hey, it's trash day in Boston today, and uh, there's trash everywhere on the street. It's a famous day where I go outside and I trip over trash all day because they don't pick up the trash at 2 in the afternoon. But, hey, we're taking care of the homeless in Boston, and that's all that matters. But, hey, one more thing. When the Red Sox win the World Series in the past, when Aaron Boone hit that home run, I used to take this trash and throw it all around the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? But the real trash is that parrot guy who didn't show up. And one more thing. You know uh, Robin Vegas? He's been my boy. He's been instrumental to my recovery. He's my sponsor. He's my life guide. I've been trying to find a higher power. I went on an interview today, and I got denied. And I decided I got a stand-up comedy routine that's on Monday night. Daniel Hart, the Green Dragon, and I'm going to make it in this world. I'm going to be something. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to get it. You know, I'll come down to the studio, and I'll throw these guys out of their seats. If they don't know how to act on the show, I'll take their job. You know, I'll work for peanuts like elephants, too.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you have to do to work in radio. They they toss peanuts at you. But they're good peanuts. They're salted peanuts. They're really yeah. good peanuts. Hey, yeah. hey.
9: Hey, one more thing. There ain't many people in Tennessee, so it might be that that guy isn't Danny. He might be married to Danny's cousin, or he might be Danny's cousin. <laughs> oh, you just wow. can't figure out what's going on down there in the Midwest. <laughs> That's you know a what low I mean? blow. The, hey, the Red Sox are going to tear through the, the A's of the Yankees. It's going to be a poop fest, man. They're a far better team. You know this A's team; they're garbage. They're not even a T-ball team. They don't even play in a real stadium. They might as well go play in a little league field. You know, yeah, you're the right. Sox. The, nobody can touch it to Boston. We're unbelievable here. You come to Boston, and you maybe me, I'll buy you a canoe and Craver will jump and beat it right out of my <laughs> all right. All right, all right it just cannot believe okay, right, out right, here. All right. I'm like, Rodney, Dad, you're feeling at my mouth. You right. can't mess with me. My neighbors
4: right, are going to be right. so angry that Stop. I'm yelling. All right, thank you. Darby. All right, go. thank you. Darby. Getting a headache now.
9: A thousand bucks, you
4: missed that putt. Oh, he's making a late run at caller of the year. Man, what a, that's one of the great Cinderella stories. You, know, you look for that storybook finish. He's going to implode. You're negative.
5: This could be a Disney-esque plot twist. You you,
4: you can't see this coming. He goes from rehab, Eddie. He
5: is a freight train headed
4: towards a bridge that is out. No, 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 that's wrong, Eddie. I'm sorry. Picasso holding a brush. He is Mozart with a piano. Is what he is right now as a caller. Uh, It's it's just amazing. That is art. What you heard right there was art. That is uh, Mona Lisa. Uh, It it is it is wonderful. It's it's, uh, Da Vinci. Tremendous. You don't need to to rain on his parade, Eddie. You don't. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Actual jokes from actual listeners. We're going to get to that coming up here in a moment. Also, uh, we'll get to that legend status. This is a fun story. I like this. This is good. Money well spent. But right now, from... The Geico Studios. Eddie Garcia will give you the latest, Eddie. And we start with week four in the NFL
5: in Los Angeles. Great Thursday night football game between the Rams and the Vikings, and both quarterbacks played well. Kirk Cousins from Minnesota, 422 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's good. But not as good as L.A. quarterback Jared Goff, 465 yards passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Rams get the 38-31 win to improve to 4-0 in the season. Minnesota drops to 1-2-1 with that tough loss. College football. That wasn't
4: a tough loss. They were down a second-half stop. With that tough it wasn't loss. Tough loss. It wasn't football. a tough loss. College football, shut up.
5: Number 16, Miami beat North Carolina 47-10. The Hurricanes forced six turnovers. They scored three defensive touchdowns and winning their ACC opener. In baseball games of note, the Cubs shut off the Pirates 3-0. Chicago now one game up on Idle Milwaukee for the NL Central lead. And the Rockies wrap up a sweep of the Phillies 5-3. Colorado one game up on Idle LA for the top spot in the NL West. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore. With True prize from TrueCar. Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and experience more... What is it? Uh, <laughs> car buying, uh, that's what happens when you do it by heart. Just say Geico. Geico, Enjoy Geico. a more confident car buying experience.
4: Yeah, and then and then throw Geico in there at the end.
5: Geico. Yeah. Uh, the Ryder Cup is going on. Ben, as we mentioned, we're updating it all morning. Yeah, I've long, got that thing. I've got long. it up
4: now, Eddie. Uh, not on the TVs here because I don't no. think these guys know how to turn the TVs on. So, but I'm watching it on the computer. And it looks like the Tiger pairing is down. They right? are, yeah. Um, the Euros the, are up. It's Tommy the morning. Fleetwood?
5: Yeah, it's the morning four ball competition. We're gonna start though with the, the
4: is it Fra- first round that Francesco is Francesco Malinari, is, is that correct, it? Yes.
5: Yeah. Uh we've got Justin Rose and John Rahm for the European team. They're taking on Tony Finau and Brooks Koepka, the American team. Oh. And right now the Euros are up in that one. They're up two, right? Two up, yes, oh, through yeah. eight that's, holes. That's one point we're going to lose. Uh, you've got Roy McIlroy and Fiorborn Olsson of Europe taking on Dustin Johnson Four and Ricky Born? Fowler. Fjord, yeah, Fjordborn. T-H-O-R-B-O-J-O-R-N. Like that. Uh Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler taking on uh, McIlroy and Olsson. They're even? all square through... Oh. Seven holes. like Iowa, they're square. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you've got uh, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas of the U.S. facing Paul Casey and Terrell Hatton. Domination. Uh, the here. U.S. is three up oh. through seven holes. That's a blowout, Eddie. Oh. And then finally, you've got Tiger Woods and Patrick Euros. Reed of the what? U.S. facing Francesco Molinari and Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. And right now, Fleetwood and Molinari are one up, and yeah. that
4: is through six yeah. holes. Cruz, Tiger's a fraud. He's losing to Francesco yeah. Molinari and Tommy Fleetwood. Bad job by him for the moment. Hopefully, he can come back. No, that's All personal. Right. So the U.S. has to get – they have to win 14 of these things, right, because each one's worth one point, and it's and Europe it, has to win. The Euro team has to win 14. they got to get 14 and a half. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. How do you win a half point if everyone's worth one? How does that work? I don't know. So stupid. Golf snobs. It is the Ben Mather Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Manic Mike says Blind Scott must have switched medications. Uh, Zach in Kansas City says, didn't Picasso kill himself? Tony, though, going with Blind Scott, caller of the year. The main trucker says, I love it. Caller of the year right here. He has my vote. Uh, Justin saying, "Remind me that real smart guy blind Scott uh, remind that real smart guy blind Scott that Mookie bets is from Nashville. What a jackass!" Uh, Bruce says, "For sure, Nashville Danny. The cadence and the way he says no, yeah. I should teach a class the Koopa Loop. About it's one hundred
6: thousand percent not Nashville Danny. Uh, not, I, am, not even, I am sure yeah. of it. I would bet my life
4: that even you find this man that that guarantees it even more." No, you were wrong on this one. That guarantees it even more. This guy has a Twitter profile with his
6: picture. Nah, I've been direct messaging with nah, him nah. for
4: weeks. It's Danny pretending you're, you're, being, you're being catfished. You're Manti Teo, is what you are right now. This account was created in January of 2015. It's a long-term catfish, but you're being catfished. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the fake dead girlfriend right there. Yeah, you're wrong again. You're being... You're, you're, wrong you're, again. You're in love with the fake dead girlfriend, is what you are. Yeah, I'm telling you. But you can
6: sit over there, you know. You, no, it's cool. You work. can keep hanging up on these new callers, new people trying to call
0: I the show. We don't want any new people to
4: call just, the show. <laughs> we want the same seven people to we'll call. You find
0: this man.
4: Why do we want new people to, to flirt with? Come on, we haven't done a newbie night in a while. We should do that next week. Why do not we do a newbie night next week? And it'll just be those guys calling up. And and but I'm, I'm upset with you, Cupaloob. You messed up the pecking order on the show. We, Joe is right now in the hierarchy of the show. Joe in San Antonio because of that win. Jesus, uh, and he has moved up the social pyramid on the show, and you you disrespect him. I mean, and for secondary callers, that's a bad job by you. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Real quick, Jeff in Denver, and then we'll get to the jokes. Hello, Jeff.
9: Ben, I haven't heard you mention anything about the Dodgers since the Rockies overtook them. What's up with that?
4: Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't heard you ever call up to talk about the Rockies until they started playing well the last week. Where have you been, you fraud? You're, a, you're really a fake. Fans. You're a fake Rockies fan, is what you are. You're a fake, phony Rockies fan. Not a single man, woman, or child called up to talk Rocky baseball until the last week. Just admit it. You're a fraud. Admit it right now. Fraud.
0: And you know know who's gutless?
4: Let me tell you who's gutless. How about the Phillies? The Phillies (laughs) ought to be fined by baseball for this last week. What a joke. What an absolute effing joke. Phillies baseball? My ass. That is a fraud. The Phillies are a judge. Jo- they had a fire. Their They might as well bring in the fanatic to manage. Mm-hmm. Manage that team. Gabe Kapler is a, a loser. He's a lo- he's dead to me. Gabe, Ka- go eat some vegetables. Gabe, go eat some play, vegetables. Choke you
7: play on them.
4: On your you Choke play on, on those. On your oh, stop. Yeah, you play on. What, what happened to pride? What happened to playing the role of spoiler? What happened to that? You know what happened? Losing by 22 runs in a four-game series—that's what happened. It's more than that. No, it was Absolutely. twenty it was 29 to seven was the combined score of the four games. 29 to seven. So, and no, you're, thirty-nine to seven. No, it was 29. Thirty-nine. You're wrong. We had 14 runs the other night. Yeah, it's correct. It added up to 29. And what about Friday night? All right, get get out of here, Jeff. Go away. Okay. You couldn't name five guys in the Rockies and you want to talk Rocky baseball. You're a joke. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Well, I plan on doing two segments, but I took that idiot's phone call. So we will get to Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll do it next. All right. Play the imaging, Sam. This is where we play the imaging. I'm not supposed to say knock, that. Knock. So Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. All right, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Here we go, actual jokes by actual listeners like yourself. Batting lead off, we have Sirius Sean. Hello, Sirius Sean.
8: Yeehaw! Wee! Woo! Hi, everybody.
4: That's his famous slogan, Sirius Sean. He's in the Cowboys and Indians now. He's uh, watching old westerns.
8: Wait,
7: Eddie.
4: As opposed to new westerns. They don't make new westerns. Yes,
5: Sean.
7: I got really pissed on Sunday because the virus were eliminated.
5: Oh, they were eliminated long before that,
4: my friend.
8: Really? Yeah. Well, well, I looked at the E number and it didn't turn E until last weekend.
4: Well. All right. Very funny joke. I appreciate me. that. Uh, good job what? by you. Uh, joke? Solid joke. Good. Thank you.
5: Good. Sean, tell your joke if you're still there.
7: Uh, okay. Um, what do you call someone who wears cowboy clothes? I, I don't know. Ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right.
4: Thank you, Sean. All right. Bye, guys. All right. There you go. Bye-bye. Here we go. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Uh, where is uh, – we'll just do the bit. I don't have time to introduce everybody. Where is Weed Man's wife, uh, Lisa, from, Eddie? Uh, I don't know. Where is she from, Ben? Mrs. Hippie. You see that, Mrs. Hippie? You see that? <laughs> That's yep, uh, from, from less, yeah. There you go. All right. The Philadelphia Flyers introduced a new mascot this week. They sure did. Yeah, they wanted one that was scary and creepy, but unfortunately Book Cosby was not available, so they had to go with That's this. That's true, yeah. There you go. It's uh, Georgian, Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, what's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? The difference between roast beef and
5: pea soup. Yes. I don't know, Ben. What's the difference?
4: I don't know. Anybody can. Ha- anyone can roast beef, you know. Oh! Uh. <laughs> That's the guy from Beaver Dam. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, what do you call a pizza in a sticky situation with Blair in Maine? Oh, oh geez. <laughs> Uh
5: Let's see, pizza sticky situation, uh, whoopie pie Blair. I don't know. What do you call that, Ben?
4: De porno. <laughs> <laughs> that's from uh, <laughs> Kurt from Earth sent that one in. That was good, Kurt. I I like that. It's a good job by you. Uh, what do you call a What do you call a car? Weed man is driving. Oh, the weed mobile. I don't know. What do you call that? Stolen. Yes, uh, that's what you do. You <laughs> call it, that's from Just Josh who sent that one in. Let's see. We'll skip ahead here. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Well, Dunkin' Donuts officially dropped the donuts from its name. Is that right? Yeah, they'll be dropping them off at Bartolo Colon's house any minute now. He's going to pick them all up there, so they're good. That's Kurt from Earth who sent that in. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Well, Dan Patrick has the Danettes. Ben Maller has the Bennett's. Who does Bartolo Colon have? That's a good question, Ben. What's the answer? I don't know. The Brickettes. That's what he's got the there. The Barbie Yeah, there you yeah. go. Thank you. That's Gordon in Tacoma. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Coop's got some offensive jokes. Do you have any this week, Coop? Offensive jokes. Yeah. How is Ben Mallard like a tree? Nobody cares. That's not a good joke. Shady.
7: Mm.
4: Oh, very funny. Very shady. It's from Manic Mike. Uh, we'll get to you later. What do Viking fans and hillbillies have in common? I don't know, Ben. What do they have in common? They both love their cousins, Eddie. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's uh, Eek in Roseville, Minnesota It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week Actual jokes from actual listeners We're actually trying to get through the jokes So no weed man He said he wanted to talk about something anyway uh, What did Bartolo Colon do after catching Coop Stealing his favorite dessert snack Oh, I don't know What did Bartolo do? He gave him a whoopee pie glare <laughs> 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 That's from Jay Scoop Winner of the Ben Maller talent show The Maller Militia talent show this, uh, this year uh, KISS recently announced that they're going, their, going on their final world oh, tour yeah. after 45 years, Eddie. Thank God. Yeah, they're visiting the big three, Metamucil, Insure, and Depends. That's where their first three <laughs> stops are. Uh, thank you for Mike. Uh, Mike, who sent that one in. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Uh, you should not run, Eddie, in front of your car because you're going to get tired, right? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. Bye. You shouldn't run behind your car because you'll get exhausted. See, Sam gets these jokes. Sam loved love that one. Was a that's, a, joke, that's a Sam yeah. joke. That's you know. These are for Sam more than anything. I don't know if we used this one last night. Why did the coffee file a police report? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why did the coffee file a police report? It was mugged. Wow! I love it. Except from Just Josh. <laughs> Any actual funny lame jokes, Coop? No, that's all okay. I got. So no funny lame jokes this uh, this week. In the wake of uh, the somewhat recent Burn and Ernie article, the, the two puppets are back in the news. Uh, they are facing charges of alleged sexual harassment from another cast member. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Elmo claims on numerous occasions the two would order him, Tickle me, Elmo! And he was offended by that. So uh, average, average Joe with Muppet humor.
8: <laughs> Shut up, Bill Miller!
4: Yeah, all right. Did you, did you know that when Justin Cooper was a teenager, uh, he had all black friends, but was the only one that smoked pot, Eddie? I did not know that, no. Yeah, he was their token white guy. <laughs> Surfer Todd, the comedian, sent that one. Huh? Yeah, he sent that in. Uh, what do you call a rapper who sits around doing nothing all day? I don't know. I don't know, Ben. Lay Oh, jeez <laughs> No, it's a good on, one. Please no. That's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. With that Big Ben's Lame Jokes a week. These are actual jokes by actual listeners. If you think you're funny, send your joke in. Care of the Ben Mather show. It's Ben Show at gmail dot com. Put jokes on the headline. Got a few more left. Coop. Uh here's a, here's another one. Uh Coop has started uh, to stand on his toilet. How about that, Eddie? That's interesting. Why is he doing that? He likes to be high on pot, so he ah. likes to stand right there on the. Just stop, stop, just stop. Well, Blair in Maine said he might be addicted to dough. Uh oh, really? Yeah, he says that yeast. He knows he has a problem. No. <laughs> I like you, Iowa Sam. That's good. Good instincts by Iowa Sam. I love it. Uh, here is the closer. We are you ready for the closer? Everyone's yeah, ready I'm for the closer. Down. Go ahead. Okay, here it is. This came from Hillbilly Mike. So excited. Did you know that Justin Cooper is such a tough guy that there's only one man made substance in the world that terrifies him? One. Really? I didn't know that. What is the one substance? Weed be gone. That's it, Eddie. Weed be gone. It scares the hell out of him. He has nightmares about it. That was the closer? A good closer. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Thursday night, NFL action. Was that the coming out party for Jared Goff? He's been good, but that was amazingly good. And concern in NFL circles that the NFL is becoming the NBA? What? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. If you're getting up early and you are just joining us, welcome. Where have you been? You've been sleeping, right? You're getting up early here, trying to get a jump on the trip to work. Well, Thursday night Football, a back and forth situation. Well, the Rams were leading most of the 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 game, but it, well, the Vikings led early, but the second half the Rams led and they were pulling away. Would have covered the spread without a without a missed field goal, but thirty eight points, thirty eight points. The Rams were down. to Talib didn't play. A couple players, uh, key players for the Rams did not play, and their, they, their defense gave up 31 points as a result. But think about when they, that defense tightens up, uh, assuming that uh, Talib does come back and play this year and is effective and some of the other guys that are out right now for the Rams, and they had three different players go over 100 yards receiving. The once proud, the once great Minnesota Vikings defense, beaten, broken, bloodied, and bruised, Mike Zimmer, who has his entire career put together wonderful defenses right wonderful wonderful defenses and not this year the vikings have been trampled it it was a, essentially a conga line of ram receivers running past viking defenders and uh, some of those plays i don't even know if the vikings decided to play a safety i think some of the, the some of those plays they just said you know we don't even need a safety well, who needs a safety and you know, blitzing? Uh, did they really blitz? How effective was that? The Ram offensive line insulating Jared Goff, and and Mike Zimmer's been wonderful with the Vikings. But this has been a bad start, a really bad start for the Vikings through the first quarter of the season. And uh, you know, people ripping his clock management and all that, and uh, some of the decisions, the timeout use of timeouts. But the Vikings go down and they go down hard. And the Rams, 4 0. And how fun would it be if the Rams, who were all about that offense boss, and Kansas City, all about that offense boss, if they were to meet down the line. They're going to play in Mexico. You wonder if the NFL is having second thoughts, and that would be that's a showcase game for would that be amazing if it was in Los Angeles? Would be amazing if it was in Kansas City. How much juice is going to be in the stadium in Mexico for that game? You know what I'm saying? People go they go to experience the NFL, but I'm going to assume the position. There's not a ton of Kansas City Chiefs fans in Mexico, and there's not a ton of Ram fans uh, in Mexico either. Anyway, uh, but that's the Thursday night game. Now, meanwhile, we have a brewing controversy, a hullabaloo in the NFL, compliments of something Ben Roethlisberger had to say this week. Did you see this? Uh, Ben Roethlisberger ruffled some feathers. He upset some people because he intimated or suggested that he flopped. Now, if you watch the game Monday night, there's no need to suggest or intimate. It's kind of obvious here that Ben Roethlisberger flopped in the Monday night football game to sell a roughing the passer call on his radio show. He gets paid a lot of money to call into sports radio in Pittsburgh. Roethlisberger essentially confirmed that. That's what happened. So people upset around the NFL. And if you've not been following this, there's one person in particular that ranted and raved. It was asked specifically about Roethlisberger's comments. That would be Ravens defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. That's right, Wink Martindale. I guess this is his nickname. His real name is Don Martindale, but they call him Wink. Wink Martindale, the Ravens playing the Steelers this week. And he didn't hold back. Uh, Martindale, defensive coordinator in Baltimore, criticized not just Roethlisberger, but all quarterbacks who are looking to draw roughing the passer penalties through nefarious ways, right? This whole flopping thing and all that. So uh, the specific quote here, just just imagine that I'm with Martindale. The quote was, let's not turn this into the NBA flop fest, Martin Martindale complained, Because now the quarterbacks are making a mockery of it. The Ravens defensive coordinator opined to the officials and to the league. And now you're insinuating the officials, or actually insulting, he said, insulting the officials and the league if you do that. So he says that this is insulting to the league. It's insulting to the uh, officials. All right, so let's talk about this. The question is, do you have a problem? Should you have a problem with flopping in the NFL? Because it certainly sounds like Wink Martindale of the Ravens has a prop. Uh, my position is no. No, 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 no. I have no issue with this. I don't go out of my way to watch a flop, but I have little problem with it. In fact, when done properly, it's beautiful. When done properly. Right, I'll explain what I mean by that. Now, we have gamesmanship, out of the shadows, and Emmy. And we'll link all this together. Now, A, wink Martindale as a defensive guru. For him, I get it. This is a nuisance. All right, this is a nuisance. you got enough things to worry about. Now you got to worry about a quarterback who's an actor. What are we doing here? Right, how dare you? But in the bigger picture, it's something to be encouraged, not discouraged, because as much as some people complain, and I've talked about NBA flopping over the years and and all that, uh, but flopping is not illegal, right? It's not. Uh, If you want to make it illegal, that's a different conversation. It forces the official to make a judgment call. If you make it illegal, it's going to have to be a judgment call. Did he flop? Did he not flop? It really is a judgment call right now anyway. And it depends on your acting chops. And a quarterback, what Ben Roethlisberger did in that game against Tampa, you can get an extra 15 yards, matriculate the ball down the field, giving your team a competitive advantage. It is gamesmanship. And there's nothing wrong with gamesmanship. Guess what? That helps teams win. And over the years, people don't like to hear this, but flopping, if you want to call it that, In the gamesmanship category, it does work. How many stars, Now I'm not a soccer person, but like most people, I'll check out the World Cup because I have to because of the job. Uh, The NBA, you look at Manu Ginobili and others, San Antonio won all those championships, flop, 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 flop. Steph Curry, flop. Draymond Green, flop. LeBron James, flop, 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 flop. They're all floppers. They're all floppers. The greatest act of flopping in American sports by an NBA player. Do you remember the 08 NBA Finals? Paul Pierce pulling that Harlem Globetrotters gag with the Celtics in in the final. you remember? He fell to the floor. He was clutching his knee, and he was withering in pain. Oh, my God. They're going to have to amputate Paul Pierce's leg. And his, his teammates played along. They they carried him off the court like a fallen gladiator. And they took him to the Celtics locker room in a wheelchair. And not even a, like three minutes or whatever, it was, maybe two minutes later, he came tr- running back like Rocky, running back Rocky Balboa onto the court at no limp, nothing, gamesmanship. Right? And all gamesmanship is is merely pushing the rules, to the limit to gain an advantage what whatever dubious methods are available at the edge of the rule book to get a competitive advantage quarterbacks if i'm coaching i'm ordering my quarterback the art of selling a call gaining some yardage there it's it's like those old silent films you know people don't watch those but if you took a film class in school you might have had to watch those they're on youtube some of the clips it's play acting right coaxing the referee to throw the, the yellow penalty flag, and Ben Roethlisberger, again, should be praised. That's a high football IQ play, and instead you've got Wink Martindale uh, complaining that the NFL is going to turn into the NBA flop fest and making a mockery of the game to the league and the officials, insulting the, the officials. Come on. Now, part B of this, those belly aching about flopping in football are also in denial is where they are, right? Flopping has been part of professional football from the very beginning. You don't believe me? I'll give you some evidence, right? What's my evidence? There are entire compilation videos going back 30, 40 years on social media of players showing off their thespian skills. Punters and kickers have been doing this. They're the guilty, the most guilty. uh, Being grazed, they act like they've been hit with a two-ton sledgehammer, Uh, the defensive lineman that weighs 290 pounds who gets shoved by an offensive lineman and falls down like he's been shot. Uh, This has gone on for a very long time. Now, the roughing the kicker penalty is a staple of many NFL games. Great receivers have a skill also of drawing the pass interference penalty with mild contact. Randy Moss is in the Hall of Famer. If you remember watching Randy Moss, he didn't play that long ago with the Vikings. He used to do this kind of stuff regularly. And there was contact, and he would, he would ham and egg it. He would ham and egg it. And there are plenty of receivers today that do the same thing. So uh, you know, this enhanced focus on roughing the passer calls, uh, it, it's just merely going to bring the flopping out of the shadows. It's going to be mainstream. Out of the shadows, it's going to be mainstream. Now, now the parting shot on this, someone asked on social media how you can stop flopping. The answer is you can't do it, right? You can't do it. The the reason you can't do it, you, you can only criminalize the most egregious, the most obvious acts of flopping. Because when done right, when done properly, you're never going to get caught. Because in real time... It doesn't look like flopping. It's like magic. When magic is done properly, when the, the switch is made in the magic trick, you are amazed. It's a mind trick. you mess with your mind, and you fall for it. When flopping is done right, you don't even realize it's been done. That's the way that it works. You, you win an Emmy. right? It's, a, it's an Emmy-worthy performance. You're always going to get away with it. Whether it's the NFL, the NBA, soccer, there's not too much flopping in baseball, but we still see some of it. Right? Selling, selling a call, Well, they go, go to instant replay on everything now, so it's really hard in baseball. But it's like, I got grazed by that pitch. No, you didn't. I got grazed by that pitch. Uh, that's an example. Uh, strike calls, the positioning of the catcher's glove. I mean, there's little things, little nuance in baseball they do, but it's mostly a basketball Soccer thing. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Right over there. Ben, so so uh, several listeners that have asked if yeah. we... We've, I, I haven't talked about what happened uh, politically. It's not a political show, but listeners are wondering, they're curious whether or not we watched uh, the uh, Kavanaugh... Uh, well, the, he's trying to become the uh, the uh, the Supreme Court guy, and he was on Capitol Hill yesterday, and they, he was grilled. And the the woman who accused him of um, uh, not rape, but um, going too far uh, back in the day, she was there also. And uh, did you watch any of this? I had
5: my first ever appointment with an eye doctor yesterday. Oh,
4: wow, wow, wow! And wow, I was wow,
5: wow. in the waiting room, and it was on. Okay, and so I watched about fifteen minutes of it. Because I was in the waiting room at the the eye doctor. Otherwise, I would not have watched one second of it.
4: Okay. I I got into it. I wasn't planning. I wanted to check it out. So I watched it, and then I I couldn't turn it off, which was annoying to me. It was compelling. It was real-world drama. And I was amazed, but I wasn't really amazed about anything that Kavanaugh or the woman said. I was amazed at our American politicians— who I know from from years and years just you know making jokes about politics. And these guys, the you know, they were the, the Democratic senators that were speaking. Every one of them, it was humble brag, it was self aggrandizing, it was it was unreal. It was so nauseating. Yeah, these people are so full of themselves, these politicians. It, it was just shock I mean, it was not, not shocking, that's not the right adjectives, but but it was, I guess, confirmation. Of what we already knew, but to see it play out, yeah, I was, it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, and I, I, it, it didn't really matter what happened. Again, not, you know, not political and all that on that show, on this show. But I think everyone that went into that feeling one way went out feeling the same way they went in. Like, I don't think anything changed because of that. They were both compelling, from what I saw. They were both compelling. Uh, like, I, I, I believe both of them. And I don't think both of them could be telling the truth, that's, right? Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's a hard thing. Like, I think something happened to the woman. But I don't know if it was Kavanaugh or not, but something happened to her, and I think Kavanaugh thinks, you know, he I mean, he sold it pretty good. Nothing happened. But it was interesting. It was long, though. I, yeah, how long was it? Well, I, I watched, like, the first hour or two hours. I fell asleep. I woke <laughs> up, and it was still going. <laughs> and I was like, what
2: the hell? I
4: was like, "What so is an all-day thing?" Basically, I think it was nine hours. Yeah, I watched the first two. I slept for a few hours. And will it be continuing tomorrow? No, like I think they're doing a, a first vote on this guy today. I think in in Washington, who who votes for it? I honestly don't know. Well, the senators. I, I think it's the, they, the, the they're entire doing like Senate. Votes I don't know on exactly. This. I'm not a political person, but I, I think they're doing like the first kind of vote today, and then Saturday is the real vote. Is like a fake vote. Is that what they're doing? Let's go to our political expert, Iowa Sam. Iowa, it's the
3: uh, Senate Judiciary Committee. Okay. I believe they'd have these. Sounds votes. good. Sounds yeah.
4: a, sounds authentic. Uh,
3: yeah. I believe today they are doing the the Friday morning vote, right? I don't know if there's.
4: I don't know. But if it's they not do a real a vote, vote
3: on Saturday. I think they're doing the vote, the vote today. Yeah. So they're the going to do anything
4: on the weekends. Oh, I Never thought it was forbid. a fake vote today, and then the real vote's on Saturday. But you're saying this is the real vote today? I think, th- I think this is it. You want to put bets on this? What do you think? You think this guy gets on the Supreme Court, Kavanaugh? Um, you on my opinion? Well, sure. It's an opinion-based show, sure. Everyone wants to know what I Iowa, every, politi- every presidential election starts in Iowa. Well, I will
3: tell you this. Chuck Grassley is... I think he's the head of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and he yeah. is from the state of Iowa. Okay. Um, I think that because Republicans have control of the Senate, they have a more of a likely chance to approve yeah. Kavanaugh. Yeah. I don't Th- know if these hearings actually played much into yeah, whether I don't even or not Matt, they're going yeah, yeah. When,
4: to... When, yeah, I agree. I think it's window dressing, and they... They're going to put him in because they're concerned they might not have control when the uh, new round comes around for the election. Uh, we'll find out. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and uh, we will uh, press on here. If you'd like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877 We have Balderdash later this hour, the Coop Scoop on entertainment. The Coop Scoop on entertainment. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same
5: after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: So the winner of Roberto's wallet drops. He's not here. We got our friend Iowa Sam. But the winner voting over... With well, I'll give you the results here, with twenty three percent of the popular vote, cheap blank, got twenty-three percent, with thirty percent of the popular vote, we had that soundbite with hemorrhoids, and with forty seven percent of the popular vote, surely the drop from Doc Mike was the big winner. So that is gonna be added to Roberto's wallet drops. So congratulations to thanks to everyone that voted. Good job by you. Pretty good voter turnout on that. Very, very nice. All right, let's go to, let's see here. Let's go, we'll talk to Weed Man Hippie, who's in Miami, and he's next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Weed Man Hippie. I love you. I love you. Last track. You know, if
7: you don't want that, that's okay. But I love being the last. Well, track.
4: we love that, but you, it takes up so much time. We don't get through any of the jokes. That's the problem. See, the the point. I give of you it, honest
7: reaction, though. If I say, if I if I don't laugh, and I say, and I think yeah. the joke's no well, good, I tell you.
4: And I respect that. But here is the problem: I get angry emails from people all over the United States saying, "You why- got
8: one. You got one tweet, yo."
5: Why
4: is he yelling? What? Right, why? you got why- one tweet. You, you got you one yelling? tweet against me. No, Stop no. Yelling at me. It's not. I'm talking about email. I got people. I got a. I got a group of guys that email. I don't email. believe you.
7: You never look at your email. I emailed you.
4: <laughs> I don't look at your emails, but I do get. I do get yeah, emails. You don't look at your Facebook page. You look at none of it,
7: y'all. None of it, yo. all No. But, hey, hey Cetera, can I do one Jay Z line for you? Do you know why they drive down Eighth Street so slow? Because BK is from Texas. Do you know why? Because there's so many hot chicks on 8th Street in Greenwich Village. What are you doing, Werner?
4: I can't understand what he's saying. He's, he, his phone's all messed up. What did Inca Terra have to do with that? Yeah, like, what do
6: what, what we. All
4: right, let's go now to uh, double golden ticket winner, hero, a man that should be canonized. He is at the top of the pecking order on the Ben Maller Show. All the drama, all the emotion. Joe in San Antonio. Hello, Joe.
8: Hey, Ben. Uh, you know, twice Coop refused to honor my Golden t- Ooh, ticket. Tonight. what
4: happened there? Oh, wait, he's still there. What's that, Joe?
7: I said Coop refused to honor my Golden t- <laughs> Coop
4: tried to hang up on him. He's still there, Coop. See, he's still there coop's freaking out because I figured out that even though he's hanging up on him he can't figure out how he's not hanging up on him <laughs> what are you doing I, I have Coop, ma- I have magical coop's powers to Coop. Hang up on he me. tried twice now to hang up on you I, I've saved you oh no it Uh-oh. didn't work the third time damn it no let' just not even know what that is how dare you three different times Coop. no get off the air with that how dare you uh, Justin in Cincinnati's cashing a golden ticket. Hello, Justin.
7: Okay, first of all, it's not because of Weed Man's laugh. It's because when you bring him in, he gives you a synopsis of his life for five minutes. Second of all, last week you insinuated all black guys sound alike. Now you're insinuating all Tennessean guys sound alike just because they sound like pedophiles. Cooper's right. You were wrong. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>
4: all right. You're, you're an idiot. A loser. Loser. Loser, moron. Let's go to Zach in Kansas City. Hello, Zach. Hey, Zach. Uh, let me explain something because you're stupid. All right you you sent me a message.
8: Oh, 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 oh. What, what's with the hostility, Ben? What I was going to come in here and tell you how great you were and how underappreciated you were, and then you come attack me because I'm stupid. What? Well, you, I, you, I lost you... my voice and I haven't been able to call. I'm sorry. I was cheering for the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes, yeah. hashtag TeddyPakes. Because do you, 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 you are – right, stop. Yes,
4: yes, you're stupid. Because you were one of these people – every time I use the word matriculate, uh, matriculate the ball down the field, you – I'm a
8: Chiefs fan. I should appreciate that. I know. E- but exactly.
4: I'm, but I'm annoyed I, because I feel like maybe you, you know, but you, you do that to just annoy me. And there's a bunch of people I'm, – I'm pretty convinced a lot of millennials have no idea that is an homage to an NFL legend. Uh, a Hank, legend,
8: Ben. A Hank, legend.
4: Hank Stram, a Hall of Fame coach, uh, and he used to be a broadcaster when I was a kid. Come on,
8: boys. Matriculate the ball down the field. There Let's you go. Roll. All right. That's right. Okay, no, but I wanted to, I wanted to remind you, right, of, of when, when Marcus Peters got traded to the Rams. Did I not call you and tell you that they ought to just give you guys the trophy yeah. immediately? Did I
4: not thank you for that, by the way? I thank you. Well,
8: I, I yeah. mean, accuracy begets accuracy. I'm just saying, Ben... Uh, I would love to see a Rams-Chief Super Bowl, but we got to make some moves on the defense. we got to get Eric Berry healthy. I would like to see them go after Earl Thomas, even though all of those reports are erroneous. One person said, hey, they were looking at Earl Thomas, and then they ran with it. Uh, but it would be great. We need to shore up the defense. Your defense is fine. I know you're uh, freaking out because you gave up 31 points. That's a lot of points. Well, they were chasing you the entire game. You guys were scoring I, in 30 seconds. That's a good point. When you point. score scoring 30 what are you supposed to do? I'm just saying. You're right. Ben, the you're man's right. Yeah, that's right. You're underrated. Yes, right. You're underrated. You're underappreciated. Clearly. You know what I mean? You're, you're the greatest overnight talk show host in America. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave that out there. That's a drop. And you know what? God right. bless yeah. you. Thank ben, you. God bless America. To deliver accurate takes. All right, yeah. ben, you've been on a you've been on a streak of accurate takes. I don't even know, right. I don't even know how you do it.
4: That's amazing. You've
8: just been so um, correct. i don't, I don't get up it. On this guy.
4: No, no, this guy's
8: no, but, but listen, great. Man, uh, I I do agree with you. I think that Kansas City is going to go up to Denver. That altitude. I, I mean, I don't know if you watched the the backup linemen for Kansas City on the defensive line. They are they're big fat boys who are out of shape. When they go up to that altitude, they're not going to be able to hang. Uh, I go. really do see take this. the points. You I, take
4: the points with the Broncos oh, on I Monday night. Po- I took yeah. the
8: points. Yeah. It's obvious, right? Okay. And you got to take C.J. Beathard in the
4: points because ten and a half is way too much. That's right. You're and smart, you know man. I've taught you well. Yeah, good job. No, it, All right. is it is. I got to go. All right. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to have. I'm, I'm. I'm. too much sugar here. It's bad for my health. My doctor says cut down on sugar. So. No, it is. What it is. Yeah. All right. We'll check in with our doctor. Speaking of doctors, we'll check in with our doctor. We'll get to that. We have the Coop scoop on entertainment and. Benny's Balderdash. We'll get to all of that right now, though, from the Geico Studios. Eddie Garcia right over there. He's got the latest. Eddie. Well, Ben, week
5: four of the NFL got underway with Thursday night football in Los Angeles where the Rams and Vikings went head-to-head, and L.A. had a great performance from their quarterback, Jared Goff, 465 yards passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions. As the Rams get the 38-31 victory, L.A. now 4-0 on the season. Minnesota drops to 1-2-1 and on the year. College football, 16th ranked Miami had no trouble knocking off North Carolina. 47-10, to Hurricanes forcing six turnovers and scoring three defensive touchdowns. Hey, by the
4: way, Eddie, yes. did the eye doctor, you got glasses now? No. No. No, but oh. he did do the uh, dilation of the eyes. Yeah. And That was... Uh, you survived? I'm okay, yeah, but that was Put weird. With the laser out there? Did all kinds <laughs> of... Stuff?
2: Look at me. Yeah.
5: Uh, baseball games of note involving the playoff races. We had the Cubs shutting out the Pirates 3-0. Chicago now with a full game lead on Idle Milwaukee for hey, Eddie, the top uh, spot in the
4: NL Central. Yes, I, I, I went to the eye doctor last year for the first time in like yeah, over I know. 20 you years. Yeah, yeah, he, did your eye doctor yell at you? No, he didn't. He was a really? very nice man. Your eye doctor's nicer than my eye you doctor. You should go to my eye doctor. My eye doctor yelled at me for not going to the eye doctor. I know you told me that. And yeah. I was
5: preparing myself because yeah. I had never gone he before. Gave me and, a
4: uh, the guy gave me like a lecture about how you know, your vision's kind of bad yeah. now. If you had come to me 10 years ago, it would have... Yeah. I was kind of preparing myself for
5: that, but it, did, it never happened. Good. I like this guy. Uh, one other baseball score to pass along. The Rockies beat the Phillies 5-3. Wrapping up the sweep of Philadelphia, Colorado now with a one-game lead. On Idle Los Angeles for the top spot in the NLS. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Once again, the Ryder Cup is underway over in Paris, France as we speak. Oh, we got a change. Let's check the scoreboard. We got change. Yeah, the U.S. Uh, taking the lead here, it looks like. Wow, we got domination. Dust- Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler are one up on the duo of Rory McElroy and Thiorborn Oleson. Yeah. Justin Thomas
4: and Jordan Spieth are this one's a blowout. three up on Paul three Casey up. and Tyrrell Hatton, blowout. and Tiger
5: Woods and Patrick Reed one up on Francisco Molinari and Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah,
4: the U.S. has won two of the last three holes. In. So
5: uh, we've got uh, three of the matches that we are leading through. The four matches, the one right now that we are behind would be we, of course, being Americans. Tony Finau and Brooks Kepka are trailing Bums. Justin Rose and. Kick them out Rahm. of the country if they lose. Uh, kick them out. Rose and Rom are two up on Finau. Kick them out of the country and if Koepka they can't beat. Is the yeah. Friday morning four ball.
4: Competition. Only two needed. So, how does this work? So, is it you hit like the Tiger Patrick Reed team? Yeah. I'm watching, but I'm not paying attention. So, Tiger hits the ball, then Reed hits the same they have one ball each, or are four? They're, so, you said four balls, so each of them is playing with their own ball. I, I think it's whichever <laughs> the best shot is, right? They take oh, that shot. Oh, is that how they do it? I think it's I, it you the best say, ball. Well, it's four players, you said four balls, so I thought four and four, right? One and it, one. It is, no? it is
5: the morning four ball competitions.
4: But two ball would be they just take turns? Two ball? I w- yes, they yeah. would just,
5: I guess what, take the best shot? I don't know.
4: <laughs> I love how I'm talking to you like you know any I'm, of this. I'm yes.
5: uh, But I did find out from our listeners that you had asked how do you get a half point? Because Europe needs to get 14 and a half to win
4: Yeah, because we have the Ryder Cup. But writer we have Cup. the Ryder Cup yeah, so, so if we get
5: 14, In your face, we Europe. retain it and you, Apparently you get a half point if you finish all square Each team would get a yeah. half point, so that's how you can get a half so
4: like, point. So like Iowa Sam gets a half point because he's a square, right? Hold on a second. <laughs> there you go. I love Iowa Sam. He's a good guy. They gotta give point him a, for me. They gotta give Iowa Sam like more money or something. Oh, give, I absolutely I agree. Know. He's wonderful. Yeah. I get a kick out of him. Guys into Pez. He's got his dogs on his shoes. And look at that hair. Come on. Yeah, he's great.
5: Who doesn't love the fro? He's living
4: the life, man. He's living the dream, the Iowa blonde Sam. fro. The hair is, is more tame than it's been lately. Iowa Sam's in my top five favorite people at Fox Sports Radio. Oh, really. wow. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, I like really,
3: that's really nice. Nice, no, seriously. It's fun.
4: All right, so the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to from the Geico Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're going to have the Coop Scoop on entertainment in a moment. Uh, hello, Doc. You there, Doc?
7: You bet. What what was this contest I won?
4: Well, your your soundbite, yeah, you, were, you your soundbite was voted number one. Which one? Is that Shirley? <laughs> Is that Shirley. Are you still seeing? Are you not dating Shirley anymore? Though, are you?
7: No, Shirley's in uh, Arizona.
4: Yeah, that was more of a fling, you and Shirley. But uh,
7: next week, no, the eleventh. That's next. No, in two weeks. Okay. Uh, Laura is going to be back here from oh, North Carolina. Laura,
4: hello. Oh, hello.
7: Yeah, She said hello to you one morning. Yeah,
4: I remember. There's a lot of echo,
7: Doc. I don't know what's going on with your phone.
4: What is getting, that, Shirley? Let's get to the Coop Scoop on entertainment right now. Here we go. The coop loop the latest from Hollywood. Justin Cooper. Fan, uh, he's a star of television. We saw that yesterday. Movies. Uh, have you done stage acting, Coop? Uh, very briefly. Very briefly. So, film, uh, TV, and stage. I think that's how you say it. And radio. And radio. Yeah. Well, Ben, there's not a lot premiering this
6: weekend, so I'm going to start off with some uh, some entertainment news. All right. Now, first of all, for all of you gamers out there, Fortnite is you know obviously the biggest thing going right now, and it was just announced that uh, Fortnite is now a PlayStation. 4 is now going to be allowing cross-platform play for Fortnite Wow, players.
4: big, Do you have any big. idea what that means, Ben? Sounds good, but no.
6: <laughs> that means wow. that if you have a PlayStation, you play Fortnite on there, you can now team up and play with your friends on Xbox or on PC, Big, vice no, cool. versa. I'm going to yeah. buy
4: a gaming chair and a gaming headset. I'm in. You should do it. Yeah. Give me a big chair. No, I was at the L.A. County Fair, Eddie, the other week, and they had a whole gaming area and they were like selling gaming chairs they had a booth set up they had gaming chairs gaming headsets those things were going for some good money people were buying them yeah I they're pretty you, yeah. They're pretty nice yeah uh,
6: another little bit of news uh it's not really um it's not breaking news i mentioned this to you ben last week but for those of you that miss the uh, good old days of movie pass when you could go to a different movie every single day unlimited stuff there's now another option for you now Obviously, we all knew that was too good to be yeah. true and that I, it was. I, I canceled, end.
4: I canceled my movie pass. I am the reason that we that movie pass started sucking. As as soon as I signed up, Coop, the next <laughs> month, they announced <laughs> that they were ending their wonderful you know, service. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh,
6: but for those of you that still want that and are willing to pay a premium for it, there is another option available. I believe it's called Cinemia. It's uh it's called it's spelled S-I-N-E-M-I-A. It's a different company. They offer the same thing that MoviePass used to offer except they have a business model that actually supposedly will work it's 30 dollars a month
4: a lot of money you got to really be into the movies for that that is true if you're
6: one of those people though that was going you know every day seeing you know 10 15 20 movies a month it's definitely worth it for you so check it out and now, as far as what is premiering this weekend on television, uh, premiering tonight is Last Man Standing. Now, that's the uh, that's the Tim Allen comedy series that was on ABC, got canceled, and was picked up
4: by Fox. Yeah, he was at the Ram game t- just so they could show him to promote the show. <laughs> that is correct. I saw that.
6: <laughs> he looked like he was having a great yeah, time, he's, unless he's he like, wasn't. I, he
4: looked like, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm on camera now. I can leave. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs>
6: <laughs> exactly. But yeah. anyway, it's on Fox. So, uh, so watch it at 8 p.m. And, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that's Coop Scoop on no, our team.
4: Did you see who's playing Mr. Rogers in a movie? Did you see oh, that? Tom Hanks. Yes. Have you seen the photo Ooh, of him? I, I have seen he the photo. He looks just like Mr. Rogers. Wow. Yeah, he looks pretty good. It's it, Now, this is, is this going to be like, what's the one he did about McDonald's? Remember? I thought that was pretty good. Uh, remember that? What was it called? Well, Tom the Hanks founder? wasn't in that one. What's that? The fa- you're talking about the founder, but that was oh wasn't yeah, he Tom was Hanks. that was oh yeah, all those white uh, guys I think of the same. Michael Keaton, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But is it gonna be that style though? Is it gonna be that 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 kind of? Uh, I, w- I
6: would think so. I, yeah, I'm I'm a little like you know I'm excited because I think Tom Hanks is great, but I just watched the Will You Be My Neighbor? Uh, you yeah, know, I saw that documentary, too. Documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Is it gonna be kind of more of the the same?
4: Maybe they will go into the dark side of it. That, that's Rogers. what I'm wondering. How yeah. much
6: drama could there really be in this movie? Is there stuff yeah. that
4: we don't know about? Yeah, Mr. Rogers. There are rumors that he—I uh, don't know if I should say this on the air—but occasionally he took an extra piece of chocolate cake, uh, and that <laughs> is uh, that is horrible. <laughs> he's such a bad human being that yes, Mr. Rogers. Well, now, now my my the <laughs> yeah, wheels are spinning on what that really means. He's not my piece of. <laughs> he's not he's not my, your perfect neighbor. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. Oh, we're going to get the ball now. Let's get hey, that ben, real quick. No.
5: Can I give a shout-out,
4: even though we, we don't give do shout-outs? It. It's not a morning show. I already. know. We're overnight time, uh, overnight people. Thank you to Rob in Vegas oh, that's for, right. the, for Th- the delicious pizza. Thank you, Rob. You're a hero and a scholar and great knowledge of dopey wrestling names from t- the last 40 years. So, yeah, that was good. I broke my Maller fasting re- regimen because he hooked us up with some some good pie. So, that was solid. Thank you for that. And yeah, uh, and and Iowa Sam was the beneficiary of that. Yeah, well,
5: yeah. Roberto had his delicious yes. Chuck E. Cheese earlier, so he got pizza too. I yeah. guess
4: he he took the night off for his uh, his daughter's birthday. They went out clubbing. She's three, you know, four years old now. Four years yeah, old, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. we right, get to balderdash. We get to that, and we will do it next.
5: The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: And now... It's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! i right, let's get to it. Balderdash, our defending champion is Jason in Ottawa. Hello, Jason. Hello, Ben. Good morning. Now, I miss those gorgeous L.A. Rams uniforms as much as I miss puns of fun with Iowa Sam. I hear Woo-hoo. you. All right. Uh, hold on And We have Jared in Kansas City. Jared is a regular on this game. Hello, Jared. What's up, Ben? How you doing this morning? Welcome, Jared. And... Uh, how many times have you played this game? You've played like more like every every I, couple weeks, right? I mean, I, I love
9: listening to your show. You have a great show. Yeah, well, thank uh, you. I'm from I'm from Kansas City, go Chiefs.
4: Uh Yeah. I'm excited for Monday night. Good uh, All, right. All right, no one cares. All right, let's play the game. Here we go. Uh we have uh, Jason and Jared and the categories are gentlemen. We have draft day. I've got 5 on it. That's category number two and category number three, Trader. Uh, Jason, you're the champ. Where do you want to go first? Trader. All right, Trader it is. Uh, these athletes were traded before ever playing for the team that drafted them. Your name is your buzzer. For $200, leading his high school team to the state championship in 1996, the Laker, this Lakers legend will be traded for Vlade Divac. Jason. Jason. Kobe Bryant? Correct. Kobe Bryant is right. The Charlotte Hornets. $400. This former Maverick spent two years with the Wildcats and was taken 21st overall by the Phoenix Suns, but was traded to the Celtics for their first round pick in 2007 and cash considerations. He would win a championship in Boston. He is currently on the Lakers. Jared. Jared. Raja Wanda. Look at that. There you go, Jared. And Jared takes the lead. Upset possibility. Six hundred dollars. Originally drafted seventh overall by the Timberwolves. This two-time champ was to the went to the Bucks for Stephon Marbury. He also is known Jason. Jason. Um, Ray Allen. Correct. Jason takes the lead back. Eight hundred dollars. The Trader category. This former Dodger and five-time All-Star was the first pick in the baseball draft by the Marlins. They would flip him to the Rangers for closer Ugith Urbina. He... Jason? Yes, Jason. Um, is that Adrian Gonzalez? Wow. wow. That's a good one. Yeah, good job. $1,000 now. This second overall pick. Wow. Second, second overall pick, the 1999 NBA draft. He was the 2000 NBA Rookie of the Year. He would be involved in the largest trade in NBA history at the time, sending him to the Rockets. Is a guard? No? Anybody? No? All right. Steve Francis. Uh-huh. Steve Francis is who we were looking for. Let's move on to draft day. I'll name the player. You tell me the team that drafted him. You're listening to Balderdash. We have Jason in Ottawa and Jared in Kansas City. All right, $200. Again, I'll name the player. You tell me the team that drafted them. Kyrie Irving. Oh, Jared. Kev. That's correct. All right, doing it. I name the player. Tell me the team that drafted him. Prime time. Deion Sanders. Jason. Jason. Jared. Atlanta Falcons. Correct. $600. I'll name the player. Tell me who drafted him. Joseph Adai. Jared. Jared. Indianapolis. Oh, good job by Jared. $800. I name the player. Tell me the team that drafted him. Alonzo Morning. Jared. Jared. LA Lakers. No, incorrect. Jason? No. Um, no. Is that the uh, Charlotte Hornet? Yes, all right, correct. $1,000. I named the player. Tell me the team that drafted him. Rudy Gay. Jason. Jason. Is that the Sacramento Kings? No, it's not. That's incorrect. Uh, Jared. Yeah. Uh, is that the Charlotte Hornet? No, it's not. You're both wrong. It was the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets. Mm. We're out of time. Loop. who is the winner of the game? That would be Jason in Ottawa. again wins. wins again. Jason,
0: you get another golden ticket, golden ticket, golden ticket. He won the game. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin Ten Challenge and enjoy ten smoke-free, spit-free days for just five ninety-five. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.